This is Steve Downs, the voice of Master Chief, Sierra 117. And you're watching Xbox Ultimate. Now, finish the fight. Chief out. Yeah, that was yeah. okay. Oh, I, so. I forgot <laughs> my voice already. What's up? Oh, we're going live. This oh, is sorry. Xbox. Hey, it's okay. This is Xbox Ultimate <laughs> Podcast, and we are live. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Yes, look at this full house today. Oh, my gosh. Holy crap. Is the whole Magnificent Seven here before my very eyes? We have oh, yeah. some amazing returns, and we also have uh, two amazing special guests. Like, this is going to be freaking fun today. Um, if you can't tell, I'm still, I, I apologize for my voice. Lupa likes it. So yeah. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep it. Right. Um, so I like it. You like it. Fonz right on. Yeah. I well, like let's it. Let's keep it. Let's keep this voice. Let's I'm going gonna, gonna to try and try and keep it. See if I can't stay sick. Um, Hey, shout out I, I, before we get to our guests though, because this is a special occasion, uh, for me, like it's absolutely special. Uh, Lupa lady. Uh, welcome back. It's, but Lupa, we'll get to you first, right? Um, I, I, I'm not going to dive into a lot of the things, you know, um, that happened, but just to have you here, uh, with everything that you have to deal with, um, which a lot of people don't know, right? And that's rightfully so that you don't need them to know or whatever, right? But uh-huh. j- j- no, I'm serious. Just to have, have you here. Is absolutely incredible. Uh, I freaking l- love it. Lo- love you. Thank you uh, for returning to the show. Um, we've missed you so much. It's been a long time. We have. Yeah, we have missed you. I had to leave because you weren't here. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back, Lupa. Are you doing good? You doing good? Lupa's gone. Okay, oh, she's gone Lupa. again. <laughs> oh, I heard her in the background there. Yeah, <laughs> is she crying? Maybe so. What was that? Is there a ghost? Is that a dog howling? It's about wolf, baby. I'm glad to be back. There she um, is. I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart. For... <laughs> what is it what is going that on was that was the first we got a rave <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the kind messages and well wishes i've had thank you thank you thank you so much it's great to be back with my fam and all of the gaming community it's been a long long time and uh i'm really great i'm really great it's great to be back and thank you so much everybody it's Friday. It's Xbox Ultimate. Let's get it on. Yes. <laughs> there she is. There she is. And then also, lady who uh, decided, hey, take a take a break. Focus on some personal things and get some stuff that you wanted to take care of and handled. And you've been away for uh, a few weeks now. 
and we have absolutely missed you as well. And I'm super glad when you said you were uh, ready to return um, after Halloween. Uh, I know we're going to have a lot more fun because ladies <laughs> in the house. Right. Uh, what's up, lady? Thank you for being here as well. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. I'm excited to be back podcasting, um, be more active in the community again. Kind of been keeping to myself a little bit more. Um, I'm sober, so I don't know how much fun I'll be, but uh, that's a thing. So um, that's awesome. It's a it's a great um, thing. It is. It's a great thing. Um, I've you know it's been it's been a time, but it's been good. Um, I did the COVID thing. Uh, still kind of recovering from that. Surprisingly, three months later. Um, I have a lot of stuff going on with that health wise, but it's, I mean, I'm excited to be back. I'm excited yeah. to be here with the family and hopefully get in on the game night and hang out and party hard and all that. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. Super happy to have you back. Um, it feels, this is awesome. I'm super happy. I want to get to the guest here. Then we'll get to the rest of the seven. Um, Bonds been trying to get you on the show for a long time. Uh, absolutely, um, a great content creator out there in the community, a, uh, RDX alumni, um, a great podcast you started this past year or the, or your show, um, that you do great interviews. Uh, one of my favorite things to watch uh, on your channel. And, um, you're also, in my opinion, you do great reviews. In fact, uh, I told you this a couple times. Your Ghost of Tsushima review is one of my favorite reviews I've seen on YouTube, period. Oh, thank you. Um, great voice. You, you're you a very helpful person as well. You've actually uh, helped me uh, with audio stuff and everything. I helped so, you spend money, sir. That's all I did. Yes. <laughs> you did. Yes, thank you. Thank yeah, you, Fawn. Which, yeah. which, uh, all which I Kate did. appreciates greatly. But no, seriously, Yeah, man, I'm sure. Um, you're welcome. Uh, I'm super happy to have you here with us finally joining the show. Uh, thank you for your, uh, your time. And uh, what's up? How you doing, man? Doing great. Thank you for that. Uh, you know, yeah. Thank you for, you know, uh, liking the stuff I do. You're, you're one of the few. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I appreciate it a lot. Um, you know, I work hard on some of those videos. Some of them take me many hours. And, uh, yeah, it, it's nice to be appreciated sometimes. But seriously, though, it's it's. I know you've been trying to get me on here. I've been wanting to come on here. And it would just never, it never, the stars never aligned tonight. Those stars oh, have no. aligned. So I'm here. It's, it's going to be a great time. You got a lot of great panel members here. All these people here I interact with on Twitter or, you know, even on party chats as well. Uh, Lupa, I, I miss you in party chats. It's good that you're back. I'm glad you're healthy. It's, that's awesome. Um, yeah. Those fight nights were fun, Lupa. <laughs> um anyway I can't wait but, to get back gaming with you all yeah and then of course you know being here with wandering dutch as well that's awesome yeah it's first time yeah. i think first time yeah yeah awesome. oh it's y'all's first time together yep yeah that's awesome um, this is my first time on with dutch too i think is it yep yeah i think it is yeah because yeah. it was uh, we got the, ma uh, the magnificent seven on uh and that's we, we right couldn't, you couldn't make it to that to that yeah, couldn't make to that it. show yeah, yeah. yeah. um and speaking of Wandering Dutch, um, awesome community member as well, a uh, controller and console customizer extraordinaire, um, has great podcast on Wednesday nights um, with another great crew over there with Midweek um, Mix-Up. 
absolutely awesome show that you do and a great channel. Dutch, thank you for being here. I think this is your second time on the show, if if I'm correct. So thank you for being here, dude. How are you doing, man? Yeah, it's awesome to be back. Um, Yeah, like I said, just before the show, I've just finished a five and a half hour Forza Horizon 5 stream. So uh, it was fun. (laughs) So I'm ready to talk Forza Horizon and see, see what everybody else's impressions are on them. Uh, but no, awesome to be back. Awesome to be on with Fonz for the first time. Um, and great to be on with Lady for the first time as well, even though you, you keep dodging invites and dodging appearances. And, <laughs> I mean, what we're going to do? <laughs> no, awesome, awesome. Really looking forward to it. Talking about me. Never gotten an invite before. Oh, called out. Uh, yeah, that's another show I have to do is that midweek mix-up. But it, just the timing hasn't worked for me. But I've been... You know, uh, somebody reached out to me from the podcast. Yeah, yeah. It would, that's probably Marion because he he likes to try and get as many <laughs> physical people lined up for me as possible. Oh, really? And you got Marion <laughs> oh, out yeah. there throwing out uh, fish, fish lines, you know, trying to get you some yeah, kids. Yeah. That's great. Um, to them all the time. <laughs> that's great. Um, all right. First of my heart, lovely wife, Caitlin. Hey, baby. How you doing? I'm doing. I feel like I look like an avatar, but I'm just trying to like hide the fact that i feel like crap yeah uh, yeah i'm doing good i'm excited for the show tonight i'm so excited to have all of us here and then um fawns and dutch this is gonna be awesome let's go (laughs) we have and then we have my dad just came back (laughs) oh geez all right let's not go there future Uh, future before Um, before you get ejected (laughs) from the show again pong Hey, uh, what's up, dude? How you doing? I just reset everything. Let's see how long this lasts. Okay. Ah, yeah. uh, hey, great to see everybody. I have been sl- dying a slow death all day at work. So, uh, get to that in a minute. But first of all, uh, Dutch and Fonz, absolute honor to have you both join us tonight. Obviously, you guys know how much I love you both, brothers, and uh, respect what you guys do out there. So, thank you, thank you for joining us on this Friday night. Look, Lupa, lady. Missed you. Missed you a lot and miss not having the family together. And so it's great to see both of you. Um, There has been a piece of us missing each and every week that you guys weren't here. So just love you both. And thank you for coming back. And I'm glad you're here because now we actually have the family back together again. So uh, this is a good thing. And three bit again, very important person. Thank you for taking time out of your your important day. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) To join us. So I appreciate you, brother. Course, Always good to see you. <laughs> you know he's going on dates on Friday nights, right? When he's not oh, here. I know he, he's got, well, he, he plays it off his work. He's going on dates. Hey, right. right. Well, he's got the autograph sections with his tacos. fan club and all that kind of oh, stuff. Yeah. So, you know. Oh, I do have tacos today. Yeah. Got tacos? Nice, nice. So, yeah. but otherwise, no, it's been uh, a hectic week. Uh, I uh, got very little sleep uh, due to Crazy Louie. Shout out to that brother. I wound up getting up early this morning because that man was so generous to bless me with the premium version of Horizon uh, 5. And so I got up, unlike a responsible adult, uh, I got up like a gamer, like a kid and (laughs) on Christmas. And I went and played Forza Horizon 5 uh, before work today. So I am dead tired, but great to be here. Chat, awesome to see you all. We got a lot to talk about. We got a huge panel and Mav barely has a voice, so let's get down to business. Yeah, that's what. Hey, we got a big show. Uh, therefore, I don't have to talk as much. Um, three bit. True. Besides those dates, 
How's everything else going, man? Pretty good. Um, I've been like in my own world these past few weeks, but uh, <laughs> pretty good. Like, I don't know any gaming news. You guys will will just have to like let me know uh, what's what's going on in the gaming world. But other than that, it's been pretty good. Uh, just keeping on, keeping on. It's good to have the whole family back again. Uh, lady, it's good to see you and uh, Lupa. Um, good to have you back. I'm glad you're feeling okay. And uh, of course, Fonz and Dutch. I've been on a, a couple of shows with Dutch before, but I don't think I've been on a show with Fonz. So it's good to see everyone here. It's going to be a good show. So let's 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 go. Let's do it. Heck yeah! And last but not least, Mellow Fellow from Outer Space. What's up, dude? What's up? It, it, it's great to see have Lupa and Lady back. It's it's awesome. We missed you so much, and it's awesome to have. Uh, Fonzarelli and Wandering Dutch on the show tonight. We have a great show, so let's get it on. Heck yeah. All right, so let's just get this started, right? Holy shit, Forza Horizon 5 is amazing. It came (laughs) out. It's got tens across the board. Everybody freaking loves it. Um, Most people, anyway. It's got a few, you know, eights and stuff, which is still great. Great score, right? Um, So I haven't really seen anything negative. Um, I guess, like, the worst opinions are that it's too samey right with with some of the stuff in there as well but hey um it seems like xbox has created a masterpiece type of racing game and i want to get into this aspect of it right the game awards around the corner okay now racing games generally don't ever get nominated they have their own category right a racing game is its own category. But I was thinking, what classifies being able to qualify for a nomination for Game of the Year? Because thinking back in my history of gaming, some of my favorite games of all time are either racing games or let's say a fighting game or or whatever, and they have the best memories. And I can think of those games as some of the best of all time, right? So what would qualify something for being able to get nominated for Game of the Year? Is is a racing game capable? And is Forza Horizon 5 capable of getting nominated? Bonds, what do you think, man? Um, <clears throat> Is it capable? Sure. Will it be? I doubt it. Not Not for the Game of the Year. For racing Game of the Year, it will be. Uh, that's that's why they kind of split those up, I think, because traditionally I, I've never seen a racing game win that coveted title, you know, of game of the year. Yeah. And I don't think we'll see that. Um, we did get things like, you know, uh, Overwatch. That was a surprise that one year, even though it was a big hit and everything. We all kind of knew that I was thinking that that, you know, it was going to be um, I forgot what was out that year, but there was a big game that was out that year. I thought for sure had it on lock. Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, yeah. And then Overwatch won. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, anything could happen. You can't just rule it out completely and say, no, it would never happen. It could. Um, but, yeah, I don't see it happening with Forza Horizon 5. But, yeah, anything's possible. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Geezer Prime, the $10 Super Chat. He says, Xbox Ultimate Magnificent Seven, let's go, go loop. I wanted to make sure I got to that because I'd absolutely miss it. Uh, thank you for the support, uh, Geezer. I appreciate you. Evict the Click with a $5 super chat. 
It says, OMG, the whole gang is here. What's up, everyone? I'm happy everyone is well. And what's up, chat? Forza 5 is the holy uh, grail we all been waiting for. Hey, that's, hey, I appreciate you as well, Vic. Um, yeah, that's kind of like what I'm getting to, Fonz. Like, holy grail, it seems like, okay, um, out of all the games that have come out this year, there's a lot of good ones, right? There's a lot of great ones. But I haven't seen any of the other games out there get tens, this many tens, right? This many masterpieces uh, from all these different big-time media publications. Do we think that, I don't know, do you think that maybe uh, that genres should be considered more for things like that? Or do you think it's like too narrow-focused with with the Game of the Year category? You asking me? Yeah. I think I, I well, see, that's the thing. It When you look at racing game of the year, potentially there's other racers to go up against, right? What what, what really comes came out this year yeah, in exactly. terms of racers that would really Rally be art. Hot Wheels racing. Well, but it's not going to be up against a game like Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. I mean, Forza Horizon series is a juggernaut. You know, even people that are casuals with racing games love the Horizon series. So, yeah, like I said, anything can happen, especially with this many 10s. It's crazy, but I personally don't see it, especially with some of the other games that have come out this year, even though they didn't hit 10s. Um, right. Who knows, though? I mean, you never know with the, the Keeley Awards, as I like to call them. Um, <laughs> you know, you never know with them. Uh, it's probably going to be a Sony game, to be honest. You think so? Do you, would they Death consider Loop. Deathloop a Sony game? Well, right now it's exclusive um, to Sony, so I, it's not a Sony game per se. Come on, we know it's Xbox. Right, that's an Xbox game, but you know it's weird if that were to win, right? That'd be really weird. Sony wins it, but it's an Xbox game. It's a win for both. It's a win-win, in my opinion. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dutch, do you think it it should be? You've been streaming this game for five and a half hours right before the show. Yep. <laughs> you saw me post the intro video. Because uh, I got to play it thanks to uh, Louie again. Just like Pong, he gifted me the premium uh, version and allowed me to play the game early. So thank you again, sir. And I posted that video and you hit me up like, hey, I just got done streaming this game. Hey, what's up? So we had we had you come on. Do you think it should qualify? Uh, on personal opinion, yes, I do. Of course I do. Um, from what I've played, I mean... It only technically released. I mean, if you if we've all had a nice, very long flight from New Zealand yesterday and, and got back home, and uh, that was nice. But yeah, I've, I've already had ten hours in the game since uh, since it, it came out, so uh, I've got plenty of time with it, and it is leagues above the previous title um, in every way. Now, when they mentioned it was double the, the size in map, I thought, oh, that's quite big. Oh wow! But then you don't realize how big it is until you actually it's double? get onto it. Wow! I didn't even know that. You double double than four but when you get onto it it actually feels bigger again um it is it is a really big map but it's there's the biomes make it more interesting there's so much diverse kind of scenery and diverse areas to explore um the music's on point the 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 cars handle so much better but everything everything combined i mean it's classed Obviously, it's critically acclaimed. It's 91, 92 on Metacritic and 91, 92 on OpenCritic. Um, it's done well across the board. Like you mentioned before, many of them have, have given it max marks, 10 out of 10. Um, 
I, I, the problem you've got again is it's the they focus solely on for these game of the year titles, narrative driven experiences, games with stories. Um, I'm again, like Fonz mentioned, very surprised when Overwatch won it because it, I mean. <laughs> Uncharted should have won that. Like, yeah, didn't in, it also the, win like things... ongoing game of the year as well, or yeah. something like that? Like the following yeah. year, and then like the following year after that, even possibly it's. Um, so then it give, kind of gives you hope. Kind of gives you hope that yeah. a game like Forza and and what it does for the genre can win a game of the year, and not just win its race and subsection. I think it's it's pretty much hats on every time a Forza Horizon comes out that it's going to smash that game of the year for the racing section like without doubt uh it, because it's just it offers so much in comparison to other games but personally i think it should be i think it should be i don't think there should be a, a kind of a, a barrier as to what should fall into a game of the year i think they should really consider everything and not just think what's the best story or what's the best narrative that we've come across this gen mm-hmm. yeah I, I hear you um lady like yeah what qualifies you for a genre like does it should it matter or do you think it needs to have a story like when it comes to game of the year in general Mm -hmm. uh i don't think so i think that um it's such a broad topic and the game awards has like these little niche things anyways i mean you're gonna get the you know best story best voice acting stuff like that that's gonna go across the board into different genres so I feel like when it comes down to game of the year you can't really like say that it needs to be what it is or you know that that main blockbuster thing like I would have loved to see um spirit um is it spirit away is that Oh, no, that's not that's Spirit the Fair. That's the Spirit movie. Fair. Yes, thank you. I'm like, fuck. Why? Like, that's like, the anime. Um, Where are you going? That, you I would have loved to see that win last year because I thought that yeah. was like just such an amazing game. Um, I'm yeah. hoping to see it takes two take it this year, like a smaller yeah. indie indie yeah. title. Um, and I mean, I feel like if something like that happens, people are going to be up in arms. Like, how could this small little indie title that you know came out of nowhere win this game or win this overall? It's, it's my have it up year. against giants like Forza. And stuff like that but i um i don't think it needs to be genre specific i don't think it needs to have a story i think a game is a game at the end of the day even if it was madden like i just if that one game of the year then that that's what it was it came out on top it had what it needed to have to outclass the other games across the board so i just i don't know i don't think that it needs to have a genre at all yeah you you make a good point bringing up it takes two though as well because it's not just racing games that get left out a lot of times it is these smaller mm-hmm. titles uh, i i'm curious out of everybody here we have nine people here right i how many of us would think it right now it takes two is their game of the year it's my game me, of the year me me, me. yeah but there's now, a lot of people that think that marvel's guardian of the galaxy is competing for me but i don't think it will win because it's only 30 like um, what is it? The, the lower res something or other. 1080p. Oh, yeah, 1080p. 1080p. That shit don't 30. matter. That shit don't um, matter. You know, yeah, but th- they'll pick up on that. But the story's great. The gameplay's great. It's immersive. It really and I think it it should be up there. But like up till now, my top three are It Takes Two, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Forza 5 Horizon. You know, 
you know, I think one of mine that that's up there for me and it's getting surpassed because of when it came out, because it came out right after the debt, the cutoff last year was Immortals Phoenix Rising. And I feel like that game was so fantastic and it deserves its oh, spot yeah. in the game awards, but it like missed the mark last year. And then it came so early this round that mm-hmm. nobody's really talking about it being, being up there for them. But I think that's another one that I'm, yeah. I would just like to see win some things. Yes, because it's a great story, isn't it? Like, yeah, you know, also, it's a great story, and it's, it's so different for Ubisoft. Beautiful, and it it was just an awesome game, and I another one I couldn't leave. It was so I had yeah. to complete Absolutely. it. Absolutely. The one thing yeah, about Guardians, yeah, it got lost in the cracks, didn't it? The one thing it about did. Guardians, a tiny game. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, a tiny game that that I love. That's my personal game of the year so far is Death's Door. I love oh, that. Oh yeah, I think it's fantastic. Now that that um, should be up there for best indie. That, with uh, yeah, but but for me, like that should be you know transcending genre. There, that should be nominated mm-hmm. for Game of the Year. Uh, also, Psychonauts Two is another one that I love, yeah. and I, I'm a big mm-hmm. Psychonauts fan. So you know, that's that's me and my uh, oldest daughter's bonding game back in the day. Nice. And so this one is just, it's amazing. Like yeah. I, I love this game, um, and and, and and even Guardians, man. Guardians is so good. Like I. I didn't even want to play Guardians and uh you know the the hype leading up to or lack of hype leading up to its yeah. release was horrible like the showing they were showing everything in like 30 frames and they weren't even really showing anything great it looked like a cell phone game and I wasn't really wanting to touch it but when it dropped I had Colt sending me images and telling me hey try this game I picked it up and I love it it's good yeah I, one thing about Guardians though that like I don't know how much meta scores affect game of the year candidates. Oh, right? I know. But it's like 81 on meta, which is, I, I don't know why. You I know, I, I I feel like a lot of games have a lot of obstacles to overcome when they're launched, right? And I think Guardians already had that preconceived, hey, this is going to be another Avengers. And I believe you probably had a lot of reviewers just go into it kind of with like, ah, I'm not going to even that excited about this, whatever, and just kind of play through it and, and just uh, trying to guess, what is everybody else going to review this at? So I'm going to drop my score around that. It's, instead of actually going ahead and putting their own opinion and well, aspect. And, and you have to it, remember, right? Mav, you have to remember, some of these journalists don't even finish games. Yeah. And they're yep. okay with it. So yeah. you never know. You never know. Why. I mean, I get it. They, they, they have such limited time. Uh, sometimes they get mm-hmm. several games to review at once, and they may get them all five days before they drop. And they need to have a review out that day that it drops. And so, or the embargo lifts. And so you got these guys pressed for time. You got these guys that are just pushing. I'm sure some of these games are like, you know what? I played halfway through it. I know enough. And then they just give it a whatever score, an 85, an 81, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure that happens sometimes. Yeah. Um, It's, it's kind of hard. That that's one thing when Forza too though that it like stands out so much is because it's so hard for these games to get these high metas now. It's not like it was ten years ago, right? You had a lot more ninety fours, ninety fives, and stuff on the metas. Now it's like they're they're overcoming so much, and like Forza Horizon Five had I think like ninety one reviews on on Open Critic, and it was still hitting a ninety two. Yeah, which is insane. Uh, to me and that's why i'm like thinking like hey can this be the one racing game in in like i don't know maybe gran turismo back in the day when game of the year back well did they even have game of the year back then i don't even think they did no they didn't um 
you know, like that. I, I could have seen the original Gran Turismo potentially, or maybe the maybe the original Forza Motorsport games like that potentially crossing crossing. But I, I think out of all of them, out, out of this year, um, it seems like it would be the time for at least to get nominated, right? At least to get mentioned with that category. Um, I wish GT Seven would have dropped this year as well, so there was some competition there for at least the genre. Yeah. That's true. Um, right now, the biggest competition they got is Hot Wheels Racing, which hey, is no slouch. <laughs> Hot yeah, Wheels Racing, that's, yeah. is a it's not fun Forza, game. bro. It's not Forza. It's a fun yeah. game. Um, yeah, I was thinking back. You said um, we're talking about the smaller games too. Uh, an example of a game that did win Game of the Year is Journey. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that one, so I you know, it, I think that holds out hope for It Takes Two as well. Um, and Death Store is much better, in my opinion, than yeah. Journey was. So. Yeah. Three bit. Knows. Do Do you think racing games should qualify? I think if there is going to be any year where a racing game should qualify, it should be this game. Um, it's. I mean, there there are a couple of games coming out at the end of the year. I I always say with game of the year recommendations they should always consider or, or do these award shows like in january or february yeah you're talking about halo right well not just halo yeah, but, <laughs> yeah <Come> halo. On. <laughs> but like i was i was thinking about what uh lady was saying with immortals uh phoenix rising and mm-hmm. how or even jedi fallen order um where a lot of those games would have at least kind of been considered if mm. it came out uh or if the award show was like in january or february that's what the oscars do you know um the that's oscars bingo. definitely uh basically take all the games that came out that year um all the way up to december and then do the award show rather yeah, than that's why they all do them in I february right yeah um but i, I do think uh like fonz was saying maybe it, it's possible um i i do think i mean i haven't played the game yet i really want to um but it looks fantastic i really um am, am more interested in this game um than i've ever been in the forza series w- with like horizon uh five compared to the other one so i don't know it looks really good i, I it's kind of appeases to people who are not just racing people i, I don't know if that makes sense but like the way yeah. they are going through the environments just look like looks like a fun game uh to play in general so i hope because of that maybe that will translate to it winning a game of the year but right now my game of the year is still it takes two um and maybe halo will take that crown but uh it's 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 i think we gotta ask will it takes two even get nominated unfortunately yes i think yeah i hope so I hope so. I, I know a lot of people on Twitter are, are sort of. I mean, like, how how big are the categories? Like, like four or five games. I think it's like five many. games usually. I, yeah. I think it has a great chance of winning because so many of my friends um, love that game and call it their game of the year. So yeah, yeah. It was fresh. It was just new. It was something um, I ne- just I new never and played fun. It. You should have played it. I didn't play it because uh, I had nobody to play with. All the, all my I friends mean, played it with it. each other. And I, I play, you know, I work graveyards. Yeah. So when I, by the time I get to play a game, they're already done with it. That's the one thing that hurts a that. game I like that. I could have played with your well. phones. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I got an idea. Pong Soul has not played it either. 
right? Yeah, he because won't. He play just it. refuses. He, won't. he just he refuses. refuses. So I let's just like force Fonz and Pong oh, wow. to play. Force and Pong. <laughs> what are you going to do? Put on your get along. <laughs> that, that would make. <laughs> he won't do it. That would he make for great it. entertainment. No. That would, no, that would and stream amazing. it right. He, yeah, yeah and stream it. it right, right. Of course, <laughs> stream it and do a, a do a interview. Bonds like well, just game, yell, talk, yell at each about. other the whole time. You suck. Right, exactly. No, it's you. Yeah. <laughs> who who rage quits much, first? That's pretty much the uh, the relationship between Cody and May anyway during the whole story. Yeah. Right? Is you suck? No, you suck. So just fit right in. Um, yeah. uh, that's what like an old married couple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It'll be cute, Pong. Yeah, no, not my type of cute. Sorry, Pong. Ah, yeah. stop being so stubborn. You don't like those types of games. What is it? You're turning up over pride. No, no, no. I have zero. Yeah, issues yeah, yeah. I love indies. So uh, platformers in general, I'm just not into anymore. Uh, it's not a platformer. It's, I. It is. I watched a platform. Oh, you're missing I, out though. Psychonauts uh, yeah. Two is great. I know yeah. I did. I did play. I got uh, about five, eh, almost eight hours into Psychonauts two. So yeah, finish it, it complete it's it. Fine. It's fine. Yeah. Great. I'm not a completer. I'm a grazer. So I, uh, I play yeah. everything and finish very few. So that's wow. that's how I am. He, he's, he's got a uh, gaming AD, ADHD. I, I have that problem. <laughs> well. I, like I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I always. I am trying to overcome is. mine. I am trying to overcome mine. I've been trying to finish games lately. I don't even know what's up with me. But I, ever since I finished Psychonauts two, I've been like, I I kind of like this finishing stories thing. So yeah, <laughs> it's good. Psychonauts got it has a great message and no, I, it was I, a great, great game. game. Fantastic. I, uh, it's so close for me. It takes awesome. two and Psychonauts two are just the my my top games this year. Nothing yeah. really came close to it yet. Do you not think that there's been so many great games out this year that it's almost impossible it's to choose? It's crazy. I mean, I don't many. even know how they would define which game would get game of the year because, in my opinion, they tie <laughs> the top. And, 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 and let's not just gloss Halo over the comes. fact that a lot of these games, great games, are Xbox games. Yeah. Yeah. And not only and that. And what about Far Cry 6? That's also another great game. Either that yeah. or in Game Pass as well. Like, it takes two. Mm. Just hit Game Pass. I'm coming to Game right? Pass. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Still should have bought it though because it's much better. <laughs> like, um, it, it is crazy that you bring that up, Fonz. Like, uh, um, you know, between Death Loop, we we, we just mentioned right? Forza, uh, Forza, the uh, potential Cy- for Halo Infinite, but Psychonauts. you had an exclusive for a while. Psychonauts too. You had an exclusive Guardian for a while with Death's Door. Uh, Death although Door. that's coming to Sony now this month. Um, but yeah, and fantastic games this year for Xbox. They are, and uh, I bet you none of them will win because it'll, it'll be Deathloop because it's been on PlayStation. Even, even I, then, you know, I still, don't think yeah. so. I don't think so. I think that when it comes down to game of the year and like just the w- way that they, I mean, me personally, the way that things should be rated is you have to look at it as a whole. You've got gameplay, mm-hmm. voice acting, story, um, all of that, and I think that. Psychonauts and It Takes Two were the best ones from all categories. Like, I mean, the voice acting and everything in those games was amazing. The level immersion was amazing. Like, overall, like, there's such, like, small amounts from each of them that I I would dock points from. Where with, you know, Deathloop and stuff, like, that can become repetitive. That's that's something that um, 
you know, it loses marks for. I don't think that games like Psychonauts 2 and It Takes Two, like, you know, you played that through in one go and it was just a good time. I think it should be that they take into consideration whether you can actually leave the game or not. You're just so (laughs) into it that you have to finish it because it's just so good. That should be taken into account. Yeah, I I think it's a good point. Like basically looking at it from a whole, I think what's impressing people about Forza is the the tech side of things, of how beautiful it looks. Um, And also the variety, I, I guess, with the different missions and what you can do in a racing game that um to like um basically all the amount of missions that are in forza horizon it seems to be a lot based on a lot what of I've content seen. <laughs> a lot of content um for this game so yeah basically looking at it from a whole I, I do agree with i think um in terms of the previous all game of, of the year all of that content kind of, yes yeah, wow all basically that, that yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that is, tell is, me, Dutch. I mean, you've probably put the most time in. I think here, maybe. Yeah. And how probably. how good does this look compared to say like uh, Flight Sim? Oh, uh, Flight Sim's a little bit different. Flight Sim was designed to look beautiful from a, a great height. Yeah, but yeah. not so beautiful when you get close. Whereas mm. this looks really beautiful up close, like. The level of detail and the just the sheer density of detail in this game is insane. Yeah. Um, and I'll be, I think, and people would have or might have seen the the digital foundry tech analysis of it, but it was just they touched on it as well. It's it's the fact that they've got such great detail at such great distances in the game, and it continues like that all the way through. Like the level of detail is just phenomenal. I would probably put this above flight sim in that respect in terms wow. of its overall um kind of the quality of, of just what they've managed to do with this game on a on a previous engine and cross gen now i've played it on uh series s x and pc so far i have one x downstairs which i might check it out on as well um but it just holds up on every one of them like uh df mentioned um, the the settings on S and X are identical. The only difference is resolution. Like in terms of graphical fidelity, there is no difference between the two. That's great. Um, which is just absolutely awesome to see. Um, but it's just the sheer level of detail that you can kind of get into. It's just just nuts. Yeah, I can't it, wait to play it, man. But yeah, I'm waiting till the the ninth. I guess it drops. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the light. I think the lighting changed everything, Dutch. I think the oh, lighting. 100%. I mean, I know they did a lot of work on, on on the materials and and that kind of stuff as well. Their new layer system that they now use. Um, but overall, that lighting is yeah. so unbelievable. Like it's just crazy how far they've come with that. Um, I was driving through a rainstorm and then I got to a lighter area. And that, and don't don't forget the real time weather too. Now those storms rolling yeah. in are incredible. But I got to a lighter kind of area. You know, I'm sure all of us here have at one time or another been driving in a rainstorm where you've got that really overcast sky, but it's not so thick that the sun is not shining through it. So you kind of get that green kind of gray light everywhere as you're driving through the rain. They captured that better than I've ever oh, seen wow. captured before. Um, really, really incredible. I, I posted one of the pictures today from it, but it, just experiencing it firsthand, but the, just transferring from that when the storms clear out and then you enter the sunlight, 
um, and, and the shadow work uh, that's been done here um, is just phenomenal. Uh, and it really brings so much depth to this game um, yeah. that just wasn't there before. Like even in four and four is absolutely gorgeous looking, but just, I had just got done playing four um, just a day ago uh, before, you know, Louis, Louis gifted me this. And um, so I kind of had that, that idea in my head, what, what I was expecting, even though I had watched all the videos, but then I jumped into this and everything about it. It's all the little stuff they did that adds up. That really does just change the entire experience. Like from the standpoint of just when you look around, um, you know, like Fonz was saying, and, and others have been saying too, like the density in the game and all that kind of stuff. You can really notice that uh, just driving around those little things all add up to so much more once you play and sit down and play this game. Uh, it really separates itself from the rest of the Forza Horizons, I think. So Absolutely. really like those. It's I've just a, like, especially when you get into the forests, as like yes. you mentioned with that lighting, the yes. lighting coming through the trees and the, mm. the rain and the lightning and it's just insane but across the across the board the, the yeah. work that they've done the light and like you mentioned is, is exactly why everything stands out the way it has it's just insane lighting it's called a sun changing. shower by the way yeah. a sun shower is what that's called yeah but it's not in the sun. yeah yeah but it's not i know what you're talking about too uh lady it, it, it's not that it's like when the entire sky is overcast so there's you can't see the sun anywhere but it's just not thick enough so that 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 light just comes through from everywhere it's not like you see the sun i i guess maybe you call a sun shower different i, I call a sun shower different when you can kind of see part of the sun and you got those rolling clouds that come through and it's raining on you call that a sun shower you've got that little like okay i yeah. got you so more yeah. of just like an overall hazy yes. light type of thing correct that going correct on? correct with the light I, i'm excited down. to play it i don't i don't yeah. have the special edition so i've got to wait i'm waiting yeah. I'm being patient here. The FOMO, oh, i was waiting FOMO too isn't help, helping <laughs> yeah. but oh well FOMO i'm waiting yeah they get thing. you with that don't they you know dude like that's that what i was saying on my thing? twitter I, I said that earlier on my twitter i'm like this early release like they knew what they were doing because they released that and i had no like like I'm like I'm fine. I'll wait a week. It's cool. Like I don't need need it. And then as soon as I woke up today, and like my whole timeline was just fucking Forza, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> they better not yeah, do apologies. this with the Halo though. Like if they do that, the same thing with oh, Halo. They do have the Halo with the campaign. I mean, anyways, all the spoilers so. that'll be out there for like a week ahead of time. That'd be. I think everybody will just buy the campaign. Let's be real, you know. <laughs> Maybe I'll just do it. I'm just I'm just so content with waiting for the games to come out with Game Pass. You know what I mean? Uh, just yeah, I'm I'm just used to using it that way, right? And but like seeing a game like this, when it gets like okay, they were so confident in it that they gave everybody the preview builds like way ahead of time. Let them do their coverage. You know what I mean? We saw a dealer like um and you know Rand and Colt oh. Eastwood, all, all these community members with all these videos, right? Um, just absolutely confident in the game and then posting their stuff and then shortly after they allow the reviews to drop before even the early edition came out mm -hmm. right and then mm -hmm. the early edition comes out and it's just like hey uh everybody you know play and you know give your reviews you see all these tens across the board and stuff and it's hard yeah. when it, like to not want to dive in like immediately that fomo is strong Right. When it when, it, when it's a game like this that we're talking about should potentially be considered a game. Well, even Greenberg, Greenberg took a trip. 
Yeah. The air like, he's telling me all about it on the second, and I had to wait to the fourth to play it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what even needs, really needs praise, though, for, for the team here is the audio. When you're inside that sandstorm, it's a It's everything. It's the ambient noises of all the yeah. all the bugs and the creatures and, yeah. and things that are flying around everywhere Cicadas, and birds as they're flown past off. monkeys and things like that mm. when yeah. you're driving through the jungle and and that's when ray tracing really capsule you oh, know God, yeah. really captures captures everything is with that ray tracing audio you know games like this yeah. and that's. Uh, where Bouncing off the buildings, yeah, the yeah. engine noise off the buildings and everything is just so different than the other. Forces. The thing that stood out to me, though, the most, uh, everybody talks about this stuff, and I didn't really see much mention of this in the reviews, but I've only played what you guys saw, right, uh, in the video I posted earlier. I have bar- barely, barely anything yet because I haven't had time. But immediately what jumped out to me was the handling was different because mm-hmm. I've played a lot of Forza Horizon games, mm-hmm. right? And very the, sharp. the one main complaint, and not, not necessarily complaint, but that one of the main things that's always kind of kept me out of it as much as the Forza Motorsport series was the cars always felt a little bit too slidey for me, right? Where you're mm-hmm. you're driving around and you just really have like on those tight roads and stuff, you just have a real hard time sometimes with like keeping that car, you know, tight, you know? And uh, for, it initially just hit me right away that the controls just feel that much tighter mm-hmm. to where it changes the gameplay experience for me entirely. And it's just a subtle, it's a subtle difference that makes the world of change. And mm-hmm. uh, I can already tell you just from that short time, I'm going to pour way more time into this Forza Horizon than I have any uh, previous for sure. Um, so are you going to bring Forza Horizon back? No, from the I dead didn't then? kill it. No, no. <laughs> yes, you did. Yes, you did. I'll bring that back up. Hey, just to hey. bring just to bring it back real quick to the yeah. game of the year thing. You and I talked about this, um, you know, but at the same time, I think we we really do need to look, or Keeley needs to look at his award show has now gotten so big and represents the game industry. And I give him credit for that. Uh, he's, he's moved the game industry even further into the mainstream by having something like this. So I give him all the credit in the world, but now that he's in this position and now that the game awards have become this conversation piece, he really has to look at how he does this. And if a game like Forza horizon five can't get into at least a nomination for game of the year Mm -hmm. then you really got to take a look at the whole structure and you really got to go back like you know again this is you know the the show was created at the beginning when video games were starting to really build popularity of course they've been building for a long time but the 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 game awards came around because they got to the point where there was actually an audience but now he's growing that audience exponentially so and on top of that now we're in this generation we're, we're going to see so much content, right, that there are going to be games deserving. And I know not every game can get in there. That's not, that's not what I'm saying. There's always going to be arguments about what was left out. But your biggest, your biggest and brightest games, whether they're indies or whether they're triple A's, the ones that hit home for whatever reason, whether it's narrative, whether it, whether it's the experience, you know, whatever, whether, you know, whatever the case is, 
those types of games should all get some kind of deserving nomination towards it. So I think he's got to expand out. Maybe he needs to get a category for each kind of genre, like, like they have the racing genre category. And that's why everybody says, well, you know, Forza will take that. And you know, that that's what they'll win. Yeah, those are always kind of like, I don't even ever care about those categories though. Cause it just seems like, okay, there's usually only one standout per those categories anyway at times right, right? so it's like right. it kind of a gimme yeah at times you, you know what's it feels. weird is the way that, that the process is done on the vgas basically yeah. it's uh i think they said it was like a hundred of like global media and mm-hmm. influencers uh a hundred people that basically decide which games get nominated for what yeah. and if there's like a hundred people on this panel like don't you think that some of them might like racers or don't you think right, some of them might right, like right. something else? Like besides, you, you, just, think so. you know, the yeah. uh, templates that, you know, usually win. Right. And you, and you think so. And the other weird part is, is, is first of all, the date for the cutoff period is, is crazy to me. They should do this. They should push the VGAs back further and allow for more games to be included, but they've already done voting. Uh, Grub today on his yep. show already said that the, the votes have been cast. Now they have a certain amount of time to go back in and change. So if somebody does feel like Horizon should get yeah. a nomination, they can go in and change it. But we all know human nature, right? Once you cast that, the chances uh, of uh, the chances Wait of people. Yeah. When's yeah. the cutoff? The cutoff is November uh, 19th, I believe. So why did they already vote? They have that. That's what I'm saying. That's what's really that makes strange. No sense. I, I'm with three bit on this too. Right. Like I, I always felt that they should do these in February, just yeah. like mm-hmm. every other Academy, or, you know, any yeah. other award. Or, so the because entire year is the entire accountable. year is counted yeah. because look Check at what me. happens to games like Jedi fallen order, which yes. had a shot yeah. of winning that yes. year, but yeah, it couldn't, that couldn't even get in there. Cause it fell right through the cracks, right? From, yep. I mean, it was like and, oh, and they never that they little never remember between and then they don't and then the next year it's not even there because yep. better games have come out the following year. Yeah, it's and not it, fair. because no, no, Jedi Fallen Order was an ace of a game. Yeah, I think that was a light year too. Didn't Control? Yeah, win that year. Yeah, yeah which was a yeah. There you go, Control. Yep. Exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. This is what we talked about last night, man. Right. So the awards can not be important for you like they're not important for me per se like i don't right. watch the awards for the awards i watch the awards for the announcements right so yep. like a lot of people yep. do yeah. but for the devs for the publishers for the, all the people that put their blood sweat and tears into this stuff it is important yes. they have like whenever they do those dev studio uh walkthroughs tours you always see a case and they always display all the different awards because there's a lot of different awards out there a lot of different award shows that we don't hear about even that are just more dev specific centric mm-hmm. that just don't get the publicity but for the, all those people that were involved in this stuff it is that important and some of them are paid off of it like we were talking about just like metacritic and opinion people's opinions actually count towards your money each year um this stuff does matter whether it matters to us or not so i think when it becomes this big and this important like i said and keely has put himself in this position which is fantastic he really needs to take a step back and then really look at the process and say how can we improve this how can we make sure that games um deserving games like a forza horizon aren't left out in the cold just because it doesn't fit the general narrative. I think you got to really start looking at that and, and see what else they could do, how else they could make this, because again, these people should be 
uh, celebrated for what they did. And if this is the biggest show out there going, which it is, and it's in front of millions of people at the end of the day, then that's something that he should make a priority because uh, it, it's a travesty of, if a game like Forza Horizon 5 uh, is not even nominated. Again, I'm not saying it has to win. I'm not saying that at all. But at the end of the day, it should be nominated so that their name is put up there um, because it is that quality. It is that level of game. So I just think something yeah. has to be done there. Hey, babe, it has I got... to be split between... Oh, sorry, Matt. No, you're fine. Go ahead, Lupa. I, I was just going to say, it, it it needs to be the way they nominate and vote the games needs to change so that it's an equal amount of, say, um, a panel that's uh, there every year, like with the Oscars, certain people in the gaming world are in there. And then so much to do with uh, nothing to do with reviews because they're a joke, but like with the people in the community gamers that actually play the game and play it through and you know they can vote and like it should be taken from all parties in the gaming industry and be a lineup that's regular every year so that then it's fair as well yeah. because they, at they the need, moment it's not fair they need a they need a panel that is also very diverse in what that's they like it. That's what that's that's the that's the biggest issue. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that, Lupa, because that's the problem I see is that maybe they have too many people on the panel that say are yeah. journalists that like art house games, uh, yeah. or they like something you know, or some may like more indies than just, you know, big yeah, triple A. Imagine giving Pong it takes Who two. Knows? I mean, that's a joke. Right, right, right. right. He's like, not yeah. going to give it a good score. <laughs> So you have to have someone from every genre, yeah. like people that actually play the game are immersive, or, as well as journalists, as well as a unique panel of top, top game yeah. devs and what have you. I hate to say and, it, there's probably a, a large majority on the panel that are Sony fans that, yeah, that love those types of games, the, the, the story-driven narrative <laughs> games. That they probably, that's why we've seen them win time and time again. Maybe there's too many of those on the panel. Yeah. I mean... The, the the guy is so blatantly biased, it's a joke. And that needs to change because a presenter is meant to be like, you know, across the board with everybody, not completely one-sided or the other. You can't be biased if you're a presenter. You need to, need to be completely, you know, I've forgotten the word, but like not not take either side, just like gaming in general. Like I have a lot of problems with with Keeley, but the Keelys, least, yeah. the Keelys. Everybody um, I I know only watches it to find out what's coming. Yep. Not because of the actual awards; they mean nothing. But yeah, yeah, he's not. He's not. Um, as far as I know, he's not the one that's on the that makes the the decisions of the voting. Yeah. No. I think he stepped away from that. Um. But it's not if it's what. Will uh, Kojima walk out on stage four this year? Because <laughs> yeah. you know that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, maybe. Yeah. Finally. Uh, babe, yeah. what do you think? I've okay, wound so... up indie gamer now again. <laughs> <laughs> I do it every time. Wait, it, I have a is. question. Yeah. Um, oh, Kaylee. Um, are the people that vote, like, required to play all the games? No. Uh, there, yeah. I don't think there's any. You don't, we don't know. know. There's, there's no. no re- yeah, there's, there's nothing laid out. Or, 
They're journalists and influencers. That's what it yeah, says. That's what yeah. that's yeah. Super yeah. it's like. How can you accurately vote for something if you? That's you what know, I was saying. Know. It should be made up of a yeah. certain amount of people that actually play the games. Yeah, I like agree. gamers who are embedded in playing any genre game and are happy to play any genre game, like myself, follows mm -hmm. anyone. Yeah, all of you, anybody, but like obviously not us, but Ever like bomb. more influential people. <laughs> and then, and then you like journalists you, who, who, <laughs> <laughs> and then people who turn around and and judge a game like journalists, and then people who are devs and studio owners and what have you who know about the gaming industry that's who should make up the panel yeah. like a, a diverse pe uh, setup and then you get a true answer oh stop it nicks in the chat death stranding director's cut should be nominated <laughs> get out of here with that <laughs> no, uh, I, I oh say, whatever nicks <laughs> i'm gonna say one, one thing regarding game awards inherently it's always harder to have a completely unbiased game awards oh. as opposed to movies or uh tv shows and that kind of stuff because of yeah. platform specifics because of genre specifics that are more uh transcendent than any other medium where you have something like an 8-bit retro side-scrolling uh souls game going against a game like the last of us uh, going against a game like Forza Horizon, where there's no world where they really are similar whatsoever, right? But that so, should and could happen. I mean, think about it. Like, it's all about fun at the end of the day with these games, right? right? Fun factor should be the major, like, yeah. that. that is the biggest score out of any game when, when yeah. people review things. When I hear fun factor, you know, that's when I'm like, okay, you know, you got me on that because... Some of these games, like you said earlier, don't have stories. Some of these yeah. games, you know, aren't really narrative driven, but we we have fun playing them. I, no, Fonz. Games are serious but business. Where, where it comes to yeah, problems, of course, but it's not <laughs> with the games. It's with the human aspect of the people judging the games, because inherently, no matter what, we are all people. Right. right. And we all have preferences. Right. And we all have a preference of which platform we like to play our games on the most whether we want to admit it or not, right? We all have a preference of certain genres yeah. that we want to play. And when yep. you're going subconsciously, when you're going and you're going to review something, your your dislikes and your likes are going to come through in what you view, uh, uh, your enjoyment for something. So you know, you're 100% right, Mav, because I, I heard a little clip today from Twitter spaces. I know it's oh. crazy in Twitter spaces, but... I heard a little clip where you somebody said <laughs> they were laughing at people for saying that fun, you know, in a game was, mm -hmm. it was a big thing. And I'm like, yeah, what? it is about yeah. the fun factor. Yeah. That's, That's what it's created. about. I, I, I wouldn't play a game if it wasn't fun. <laughs> right. Matter of fact, right. I've but played some games. Because everybody's diff idea of right. fun is different. Yeah. And but, but here's the, the thing, Lupa, I've played games where sure I've had some fun with it, but overall, when I finished it, I, I didn't think it was a very fun game. And exactly. I was just like, this is, you know, I, I, I wasted time on this, you know. Mm. Yeah, I feel like that about some games and other games. Yeah. When you come away from it and you're like, oh, I'm sad to leave it. I really mm -hmm. wish that wasn't the end because I want to yep. play it again. Where's the sequel or whatever? That That's when you know a game's good. Um, yep. But for everybody, that may be a different type of game.
you know, so, you know what's you know what's going to win anyways this is all moot nobody brought yeah. it up nintendo's <laughs> got a game in this year it's going to be metroid dread yeah watch Watch. If oh god, it'll be G. It'll be GTA remastered. It should. It should. Okay. Like, all right. We want to talk about all these things, right? Should a game that's, please, I don't. I don't want to say this because I don't want to come across like the platform that Metroid Dread is on. Yep. Is is just like it, it, you can't you do not get anywhere near the same experience that you do on other platforms, right? And it's it's like saying almost like a, like a mobile game could win game of the year or something like that, right? Like you talk about the Switch, you're talking about looking at a game like Metroid Dread, which is like it feels like okay, this game belongs in the past. Right? We should have a Nintendo section. <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> in in today's current day and age, with the games that it's competing against, because of the platform that it's on, it's almost like it's just completely out of my mind as a possibility, right? Like for me, I. But the thing is, Pong, you're right because guess what? More people have played that game probably than any of these other games that are we're even talking about, right? And it's absolutely crazy to me that we live in this world. Where we have a three hundred dollar device that plays games that look and play half, not even half as good as games that are on the other platforms. But, but then again, you got to think it's fun factor, Mav. Yeah, and some of these people, Nintendo guys out here are probably going to come screen. at you with pitchforks for saying what you're saying right now. <laughs> yeah, because they love that switch. I do. I, I, I have two switches in the house, and I I don't use them. I Never. do love my Switch Never. because I think it's a great time. And now you can do online, although it's a complete faff to do it. I mean, <laughs> I do think it's great fun to play with, with your friends. And, and when family come around to see the kids jumping up and down with excitement is awesome. And yeah. it does have some good games. So I'm sticking to Nintendo games. I don't, I don't like, like, I wouldn't play Assassin's Creed on it or monster hunter world or witcher three on yeah. a decent yeah i wouldn't play those on there but i'm just talking about pure yeah. indie games the fun games the golf the the uh, parties the the games like that they're, they're really fun and you can have a, a really lovely evening with family and and uh, friends even just you know having a laugh rather than competing for real sort of thing yeah, yeah I, I just a, you can get lost in it. The the sure. games are great. I just mm-hmm. want a platform to enjoy them on. Yeah, I know. Right, we you need, know what I mean. We do need like, a, a set home console for Nintendo instead of a handheld. That would be great. I yeah. tried to play I mean, Marvel Ultimate Alliance the other day, the, and it was squinting the, the whole time. Is a interesting console because I think it has a lot of good games on it. Uh, I enjoy my time on the switch i just think a lot of nintendo fans not necessarily us but a lot of nintendo fans right they kind of lower their standards sometimes of what is expected out of that console um, and you can expect to feel like a brand new customer for the entire generation because then nothing changes in price <laughs> oh geez it's, it's a yep. massive ripoff for sure yeah especially those wonderful uh wii u ports yeah mm. thanks a lot i mean it it really got my goat 
like now they like the I say in pounds because I know it in pounds, but seventeen pound ninety nine for online, and now they've done this plus expansion, and now it's forty pounds. Oh, yeah, to stre- yeah, <laughs> streaming your you- games on that device. Good luck. No, Good it's, luck. it's for playing N sixty four games. Yeah, but you can also games. stream. Uh, yeah, and you can yeah. stream, but like it's yeah. like these games you could still only watch them on your great big 55 OLED with this great big black screen around it in like a mobile space you know what you would get when you record with a mobile and then put it on a stream on YouTube or something and it's ridiculous it's like no I don't want that I wanted to play them properly why couldn't you just make them work on the switch it's not that big a deal it's a bit of time but it's not that big a deal but no they're charging you for that but that's fine like i say what i don't like well i fell out with nintendo a bit because they did this three-pack thing for mario's birthday 35 years but for zelda it was a stupid little one inch square thing plastic thing and uh and we got skyward sword which is a slight improvement on the old Skyward Sword. But, I mean, everybody, Zelda fans, were hoping for a three-pack of, like, Ocarina's, Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, and, you know, another Zelda game, Spirit Tracks, or something in a in a package like they did with Mario. But, no, we didn't get that. Could you imagine? I still uh, hold out. Yeah, go ahead. Could you imagine how good uh, Metroid Dread, Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, um, all of these games could that. look? If they were on a device even as powerful as a Series S. I was just yeah. going to say that, Mav. I'm mm-hmm. still holding out hope that one day they have a traditional console they put out right. that has some good power to it. Because I I don't hate Nintendo, but yeah. I want to see them compete on a level where the others are competing in terms of multiplats and stuff. I want I mean, more third could, party going to Nintendo. Could, and I want a, a console I can put under my TV by Nintendo and I can just play my games on my TV. That's it. They could you just know. use. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't right. understand why they're using a mobile chipset that's like years old. It's not even like it's a recent mobile chipset. Yeah, so it's like they can make money. So they can make money, Dutch. You know that they want to make money they, on everything. Why would they want to though? Is the question. I know well, I, make money? because. I think they could open up their market. <laughs> I really do. I the guys like me. So. What? Well, I can't say that because I bought two switches. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, I I, I bought them one for my kid, the but in, still, if they put the effort in and, and made a, a powerful switch. I would get one. I'd, I'd spend more in software. Yeah. yeah. There you go. I mean, yeah. the the thing is, if they bought out a Nintendo home console, then I would jump on it. Yeah. Because me too. Because I don't want a handheld yeah. switch that I can take wherever it mainly stays docked anyway so if they gave us something like the s with the new tech in it i would buy it no yep. problem yeah but I, yeah. Uh, they won't do it they are going down the handheld home only mode. i, 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 I mean, want to address something guys. in the chat too like so axel yeah. shout out to you axel he says i want nintendo to keep being innovative i do too that's one thing nintendo's always had yeah. great yeah. consoles that have been innovative and oh. have but wait, wait, up until the switch. Whoa, what, what is innovative about <laughs> the switch, really? Well, exactly. This is where I'm going with this because I don't want innovation to come at the expense of you're only innovating because of the limitations of your platform, right? If, if your platform is so limited yep. that you have to innovate to be able to create stuff that's enjoyable, that's because of a limitation that is forced only by yourself. 
right? Yeah. As opposed to, hey, having a solid platform to begin with and then innovating beyond that. And you can go back years with Nintendo. The 64 was innovative. It was really innovative. There's nothing yeah. like it at the time. And it the Wii was innovative, everything and it wasn't the most uh, powerful thing. Well, honestly, no. the GameCube is one of my favorite Nintendo consoles, and it had a lot of third party. GameCube yeah. is yeah. one of my favorite consoles ever. Re- Resident Evil 4 like, was a smash on the freaking GameCube. Right. I mean, Breath of the Wild 2 should be out next year, but that's been delayed and delayed and delayed, and we've seen yeah. or heard nothing. Normally, when they go quiet like this over game, then you'll get it pop out all of a sudden. Bang! Here it is, mm. the big expose. But like it, it. 360p. Uh, yeah, but like it's not. It should have. <laughs> see, I think if they'd have launched a home console as I put it, like the S or something like that, it doesn't have to be mega brilliant, but better than what we've got and then and then uh put breath of the wild 2 with it and it would have sold no problem imagine the innovation they could push with something like the series x and a nintendo you know console that's that powerful man nintendo makes some amazing games and they did push innovation back in the day with their games and you know i want them to go back to that because you're right math when n64 dropped we never seen anything like it. Wave they race, were like the first Mario. They raised the bar. Mm-hmm. I mean, you Star face Fox an interesting problem because, like, yes, it would it would be really cool for Nintendo to do that, and I think it would even be better for the developers so they don't have to basically really downgrade their games sometimes to fit on the Switch. Mm-hmm. But then I think a lot of people, like even on this panel will buy the switch and still yeah. buy the games anyways so yeah, that's, but I that, that's are the you problem targeting me? are you targeting no. me <laughs> I'm, 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 i mean listen i, I mean it's a thing tough. though a lot of people like they're they say they want ruling. nintendo to do these things but then they still buy the switch they still it's still like oh, one yeah. of the best selling consoles so that's what i said like earlier i'm like why else would nintendo want to like make a different console that's more powerful like even the the new switch that just came out we all thought hey this is going to be a brand new switch it's going to be more powerful and it was just no lit right so yeah. it, i, I yeah, agree because i i mean i agree overall because i feel like they need to have you know when it comes to the console yeah it needs to be more power- powerful but my biggest gripe with nintendo is really what they're producing game wise lately yeah. nothing nothing new there's you know it's the same games over and over again you know you have the mario you have you um wario where i mean it's just all of these games that that we've already played they don't have new ips generally and when they do have new ips they usually do really well look at splatoon but now we're going on our third one of that like hey this did really well let's do it again um they did come out with arms which kind of flopped but (laughs) um i just feel like they need to push the boundaries in that aspect and and for me, like I will take Switch for what it is if it had proper online functionality. If, if that is like mm. one of my biggest gripes with Nintendo is just online functionality. Um, I I like handheld personally. I have my console, I have my Xbox for sitting there and you know, doing my my TV, my docked, it's not docked, but you know, like just on my TV. And then my Switch, I 
I don't even know where the dock is, to be honest. Like I don't, I don't even know because I play it all the time in handheld. Um, so it's not something that I need per se, but I, I feel where you're coming from Matt, because that's not what you, what you want from it. You don't want a handheld device. And that's really where Nintendo is, put, Nintendo is putting all their innovation in. Like, hey, look, we have this handheld device that you can take with you to school and put it on the cafeteria. And then all of your friends can grab a controller and you can all play multiplayer sitting at school. Like that was new. That was their big waha moment, what came with Switch. And I just feel like nobody does that. Like, yeah, yeah it, it would have been great that. had their online service worked well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, the it, problem. It, 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 it's it's a huge role. thing. The fact that Mario Party, the last Mario Party that was on the Switch, Mario Party 10, came out without online functionality, like, yeah, what the fuck madness. was that? Like, that was crazy. Like, it's <laughs> like, man, yeah, madness. Exactly. Like, weird. Yeah. I had to like when Mario Party, um, the newest one came out, um, just last week. When it came out, I had to make sure that I had online playability. And that mm. is so sad that I had to go online and make sure that this game had online functionality I did exactly for a game like, like Mario game. Party. And I ordered MarioWare or WarioWare because I was like, oh my God, a new like online game. I'm going to be able to play this, you know, sitting on my couch and just docked and like hanging out. And um, I got it and I found out there's no online functionality a and party it's game a bunch online. of mini it's a party game it's about party games without yeah. online functionality yeah. and it just that's ridiculous it fucking blew my mind I don't know yeah. I just yeah. didn't I, even I, think I to look I didn't even think to look I can't no. believe we're still talking K- about Nintendo Kaden. oh, oh no, sorry. sorry I brought it up dude we talked about cards for like 45 minutes as soon as someone mentioned Nintendo I'm like yes here there's something I want to compare it with on Xbox though right now Caitlin you remember I was talking to you about Super Monkey Ball and how it was like a way back way back old game and it would be great when we could get in a party and play Super Monkey Ball and play billards it would be amazing isn't it Right. Be so good. Well, I goes on there and online. I check, and the bloody thing isn't even online. co-op or multiplayer online. I was nope. so upset about cat- that. Oh, me too. I was fuming. I was like, yeah. no way! What are you doing, advertising a game like this and not allowing <laughs> us to play? Yeah, yep. that and game was made game. for online function. Exactly. Like, Should have been. Yeah. Stuff like billiards and stuff on your phone. With each I love so. the billiards <laughs> part of yeah. Monkey Ball. That was my favorite fucking oh, mini game on that game. shit. Yeah. It, I mean, it's a game that I played the heck out of with my kids and stuff. But like when I saw it was coming, a brand new Monkey Ball coming to Xbox, me and Caitlin were like, yes, we can play mm. this. This is going to be so much fun. Yeah. And then I find out, no, couch co-op only. I'm like, what? Yeah. No. And I'm all for the return banger. of couch co-op. Like, I, it was missing for a while there. It that was is. dead in the water. But now I'm just like, no, you need to... That it needs to have both. I'm sorry. Yes. It, both, it needs yeah. to be an either both well. or have the multi, like the ability to play a lot of people online. Or, or I mean, what about people who haven't got somebody sat next to them twenty four seven to play with? <laughs> That's just a joke. It's like, I couldn't believe a game like that didn't have it. I was so angry. There's there's too many games out there that bypass online functionality, and it yeah. boggles my mind because they would do so much better. If they had online, right? Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm not done ragging on Nintendo. I'm going back to Nintendo right now because I have <laughs> one more thought. Okay. You know I'm about this. The 
the thing is, when people don't want Nintendo to change game-wise, and whenever you whenever you look, look at this and this discussion gets brought up, okay, it's like people think it's like out of the realm of possibility for Nintendo to make game consoles. There's just one generation separated from making an actual game console. This is not like it's out of the norm for Nintendo to make game consoles, right? The other thing is, whenever you ask Nintendo to do better or do more, it's like people get triggered. You're asking them to be something different. Nobody's asking them to change their identity or to make different types of games. People are just wanting something better to play those games on because the switch is the only option that we have. And for a lot of people, I know I do. I'm sorry. (laughs) For a lot of people, the switch just doesn't fucking cut it. It doesn't. We're not asking Nintendo to change their games or the way it operates. We're asking them to put in a chip. That's not 2000 and you know, like one, one yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i mean it's like you know just who? because you like, like and they give us an oled screen and the only functionality of that for somebody that has it dot permanently is the uh ethernet hardwire other than that how did it not have ethernet how did it not yeah i was still not have that at launch anyway exactly an and then they really? try and charge you another fifty dollars for the ability to have a plastic screen in there that's Literally not even half an inch. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and then they want to charge you fifty dollars. They want to charge you, lady, fifty dollars for the new controller to play on it, and for the um a a Mega Drive controller, or as you would call it, a Dreamcast, fifty dollars to get. And I thought they were seventy. I thought they were seventy. No, forty nine ninety nine. Well, I think there's somebody here in America. No, it said on the Nintendo. Uh, oh, state, okay. Like, I thought the like, Son- or the Sega and the like GameCube ones or whatever were. <gasps> no, they are all, all they're both forty nine ninety nine because I watched the um, Nintendo Direct. So you know what's sad too, just real quick on the Switch is the fact that I have an Nvidia TV uh, device and it has the same exact chip, and that came out two years prior to the Switch. Yeah, you it's like it's like we're playing yeah, games on an iPhone six compared to the Shield. Yeah, the Shield. Yeah. Yep. The Shield. Yeah, yeah the Put Shield it. is actually clocked higher than the the Switch. Like the <laughs> there Switch you go. Yeah. They don't work anime. It's purposefully clocked lower. I don't know why they've done it because people have actually, if you go onto YouTube, you can find people that have actually uh, unclocked <laughs> and boosted the Switch mm. hardware, and it performs yes, so that. much better than it does that it wow. uh, what it's set up at the moment. Like you yeah. can yeah. easily output in like full 1080p, like yep. much clearer image, but they just choose not to. For yeah, I get better performance on my Nvidia Shield Pro. Like when yeah. I play games on that back in the day, it, it 1080p, you know, it looked good. Yeah, but don't don't you think that they're doing it on purpose, Dutch? Bond. Yeah, yeah, it's, they're it is, doing yeah, it's, it's to sell these for now, and then yeah. in a year's time they'll say, "Oh, look, we put a new chip in. You can now get 1080." But then and again, <laughs> and now you've got to buy it again. The fir- I've still got the first gen, the first gen switch, and that the battery life on that is 
bullshit. It is oh, horrific. Yeah. Jesus. It is. And that's what Shizno about... just brought up too. If they had had they put the chip speeds up, it would have taken even more battery. Yeah, because they don't want to invest about, in the battery. Probably about an hour and a half, two hours at most, and it's de- and it's dead. Yeah. I got this uh, not the first gen, the, the next one they bought out Dutch, and that's got a better battery on it yeah. for sure. Yeah. But I do think that if they'd have put a new chip in it and a better battery, it would be a better console. And yeah. Or, yeah. it's know, a great handheld. And, it's a and fucking as far great as anime, handheld. yeah, it is a great handheld. Yeah. But as it's far as anime saying he has three N64 <laughs> controllers, they do not work on the games that they have uh, in the expansion that they have put on the Switch. They don't work yeah. for your information. People that want to pay with an N64 controller or a SNES controller, whatever it is, those don't work on the same on the right buttons for the people that play uh, the games like Zelda I mean, it's, and Mario. It's they just you've work. got to look back as well at like we're talking five, six, seven. Eight years ago, we had mobile phones that outputted better quality things than Switch. Yeah. Like ten, full 1080p LED screens and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, but yeah. if you ask was like better than that, Dutch, then you're, you're attacking Nintendo. Okay? Stop so, attacking so, them. Stop. Yeah. stop they also had larger batteries. Hardware. So they excused that like, they couldn't clock it higher because they needed to do it for battery life. Well, then put a bigger battery in. But like, hey, it's Nintendo. That it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Because that's Nintendo. That's what they do. It's okay. And right? and they're going to have a problem now when this Steam Deck comes out for all. Mm. We'll see. Everybody yeah. will be a, people will be able to play Xbox games or whatever on AAA the go, games like the ha- yeah AAA games like the, the switches and Switch is the only one in that market right now in the handheld big screen effect thing. So hmm, I think they're going to have a problem now because they're going to have to up their game or they're going to get. They're going to get booted into touch. Yeah, I'm sorry, but X, even when, X, when XCloud gets, I was going to say when XCloud gets its gets complete yeah. kind of viewability across the board. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but if that's 1080p 60 streaming, that's already above what Switch is doing native. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, Switch will get booted out of its spot if it's not careful and it doesn't come up to the same uh, tech spec as. As yeah, but the diehards are still. It's supported. and it's not just about oh, yeah, resolution. Cool. It's about texture quality. It's about yep. graphics that are in the games, right? Because like they're they're only capable of so much. And now ten, Nintendo first party does a really good job at making games that fit well on the platform. So you don't really notice, yeah, I, right? I don't want that to change, Mav. I still want to see Mario in Mario. Like, so they took, so what you're saying, anime, is nothing should change. So they took Mario from a platforming game into a 3D open world game, right? In Odyssey. And you're telling me that shouldn't have happened because it should have stayed as a platformer only. Right. In my opinion, they have to move forward. They have to take what they have in the games that they play which is great games, I'm not saying they're not, and, and still have those cartoony figures and <laughs> but in just with nice better, sharper, yeah, sharper, yeah, sharper images clearer, and better images nicer, clearer and textures be able to play and... it without worrying, oh, it's gonna crash or run out of battery. That's and a nice I'm locked saying. sixty frames. I mean, yes, why true. why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I mean, Woo! I would Push buy would you buy more Nintendo games if it was on that 
basis. Yeah, and it might I justify would. them charging fifty pound for like <laughs> exactly. seven years. Yeah, we live in a world and, where the and, series and S is the same it's... price. <laughs> what made me laugh? Yeah. Tell, they tell it's you, less. you know, this is what yeah. it is, brand new, and then ten years down the line, you go to pick up the same game. It's still fifty pound. <laughs> whatever. In it. Anyway, I'll then you can have devices like this where you yeah. can play on a big screen on your phone is and, that the and play Z-Bolt? Game Pass. Yeah, and it's yeah, so it's... much better, and, and it's so much nicer than the Switch. Get the as I call it, the Vishikishi, yeah. and you've got an actual Switch right there with every game you want to play on it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's... XCloud and cloud gaming are going to be a big factor when, when you're in, on good service, like you, you, you Wi-Fi or 5G, and you're playing XCloud. It it does really well. It's yeah. it's it's pretty cool. Like. Uh, you know, if you're playing like a fighting game online, that's you know, it's that's it's not for that. But if you're just playing like mm-hmm. Psychonauts or something, it's amazing. Like, oh, the game really is way a good the, service. The, the browser version of it is unbelievable as well. Like the browser yeah. version is the best version of XCloud by far. Yeah. Um, I, I'll I'll move on from this Nintendo slander. I'm sorry, <laughs> it happens once every like 15, 20 episodes. <laughs> I we all I had to say Metroid Dread. We all love right? Gaiman, though. Here, right? That's, that's What's something we all here? love. This comes out of a place of love. Uh, shout out to Crazy Louie hitting Ooh, us with the holy Louis. holy crap fifty dollars super chat. Uh, thank you, sir. Your generosity continues to absolutely astound us. Um, Crazy, this awesome best, show, guys. Really happy to see the family here together. Can't wait till the day. The crazy one becomes part of the fam. Really great show. Love the chemistry. Lady, welcome back. And Assassin Lupa, Dutch, Dutch, Dutch. All of you are awesome. Um, thank you, Louis. Uh, thank super appreciate you, Louis. Uh, well, was that the heaven, first soundboard we of the night? About by the hardware way? as well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the first one. Um, all right. So moving on, you know, I, I want to get to this real quick. Um I think we can agree as well just with the the game awards and all these games that we mentioned are are uh in the talks. This is the start of something special for Xbox and it's going to keep going into 2022, 2023 where the the talk of hey the no games and all that stuff are is over. All these games are in Game Pass. All this all this stuff. So that's awesome that we can maybe move forward and put that past behind us, right? But I want to get into the next phase, which we saw a little bit of with the Sega Alliance. And the reason I want to bring this up is because I wanted to get Fonz's and and Dutch's take on this while they're on the show. Um, And also, I haven't heard from Lady what she thinks about this and and Lupa and um, three bit. Uh, I'm just really curious. Like, uh, Fonz, we'll start with you. Um, what? I know we've already seen the Total War Warhammer thing happen, right? But, but besides that, like, what do you want to see come out of this whole Sega Microsoft uh, partnership? Hmm. I, I, you know, I'd like to see maybe something new and exclusive. Uh, that'd be nice. Something, a new IP. 
Um, I know a lot of people bring up the old classics, you know, the, you got a lot there, you know, a lot of history with Sega, but for me, I've just been wanting to see something new on the Xbox side of things, you know, um, that's why I'm so excited for games like Starfield, you know, uh, cause it's yeah. new IP. It can't um, be bonds. We don't know anything. I know. I know. I'm I can hate, hate for that, but I'm sorry. I love Bethesda. So, you know, so do I, brother, so do I. but yeah, Sega can make something new for him, you know, and, and, and put it on there, uh, on game pass, of course. Um, but I, yeah, I'd like to see something new. That's, that's what I would say. Um, I know that they're very fond of game pass. Uh, just this past R- um, Tuesday, I was on RDX and I was looking up some stuff on Sega and I saw that there was an article written in February, and mm-hmm. it was Sega Europe's uh, publishing VP, Anne, Anne Downing, I think her name is. And yeah. she came out and said that they were very happy with the games that they had put on Game Pass, like the Yakuza series, and there was another game, and they saw tremendous growth. Through Point Hospital. A lot of stuff that we were talking about with other developers, you know, that, that are coming out and saying that they love Game Pass and that they see growth. It's just another one that, you know, that... that Sega is huge too, and and uh, this partnership is going to be a really um, a strong one, I believe. Um, we'll see something come out of it for sure. But for me, I hope it's a new IP. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'm always about new IPs uh, across the board. I love seeing them, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with that there because I don't really have any deep rooted connections with a lot of like Sega games outside of you know the obvious one so i would love to see something new and unique out there so. i do not want to see i do let's let's go you got to remember with sega you, you also have atlas yeah. so you have personas yeah. you have that sort mm-hmm. of thing if you're into that they have they have some big hitters out there i just i think that they're capable of a lot oh, of things oh. and i would like to see some new ips i mean that's just that would be yeah good shit I mean, I feel like you're all missing a trick here and not mentioning Echo the Dolphin. Echo oh, the right? Dolphin. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Give me a 4K was, Echo. Was I said it last night. What I said it last night with Mav. Yeah. Can you imagine how gorgeous it would be, though? The underwater? Oh, yeah. Oh, it would be gorgeous. And they use Sea of Thieves water technology. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Ray traced audio. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See? There we go. Just hear the sonar. What do you do? I have to say, I think it's more a deal where Sega need the Azure Azure cloud, what's it, shitty thing. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they made a deal because they've been friends for some time. And um, I think they've made a deal for them to be able to use that. And I think, I don't think it's about games coming to us that we're going to get Sega games or any of that. I think it's... um, it's purely you know to do with the the cloud azure stuff and you know i think maybe mobiles and what i've been saying all along is probably x cloud that's what i think it's all about and could be but yeah i would love a new ip from sega but yeah total war yeah 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 yeah
Mm, I figured it out. How about this? Imagine. Mav, you're having audio issues. Yeah, but they can't hear you. Imagine uh, uh, nobody can hear us. Oh, my okay. bad. No, it was, it was just me. I forgot. I was coughing. You I forgot to unmute myself. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I have it. What? Okay. So when I, I remember as a kid, Genesis, one of the first games I played, and I, and I liked it personally, and I played it in the arcades as well. What if we get a third-person action-adventure altered beast? Oh Just God. totally rebooted. I would love yeah. that, personally. I like that. That was nice. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for the Super game, you know, because we you know, just imagine, like, having a game like, um, you know, Fantasy Star 2, if anyone's played it. That game right there, just like how the hub world is, you know, you have your centralized station, and everyone is meeting and greeting at, uh, you know, at the hub. And then you just go out and this is massive world with being on Missouri, you can have endless amount of people because the, the, the wave with Azura and just building a game from using that technology is it, the possibility are endless. You can have possibly hundreds or maybe millions of players all at once inside of a world you know it's like uh world of warcraft on a grander scale but it's just this living environment and please no please no world of warcraft that's like crack bro we don't know I, I know but being able to play it, playing it anywhere on your handheld yeah and you can stay connected within the, whatever yeah. the super game is going to be and it just it, it intrigues me and i i would love to see what is birthed from this merger of with Microsoft and Sega, you know, and birth, birth. <laughs> <laughs> what is birth? Uh, I, I I agree, man. Um, I, they couldn't hear me earlier, but I, I was saying that just like uh, it's got to be more for me, just because you know, like the total war warhammer thing is too much of a coincidence. Right afterwards, right? Yeah, this this is all tied together. There's more Possible. coming. Don't know what it is, yeah. Don't don't know what's coming, um. But this the the ties that were already tight are are even tighter, right? So we're gonna see fruits come from this, and we're gonna see more things birthed. <laughs> yes. No, I would so. love to see like a gener- a Sega Generations collection. You know, going from the Dreamcast Ooh. or even like a Mega Drive system. Dream, nice. You know, from Genesis and. Saturn and Sega CD and Dreamcast and just all their old IPs, you know, either remastered or brought to us in some boost some mode. Oh my god, that would be so amazing! Do you remember? I would Nights? love. I would love. Oh, Knights was awesome I, Nights on, on Saturn. Knights was awesome, but I loved this. Um, um, oh god, what game was uh, Shining Force? I would love to see Shining Force come back. I know Pong mentioned it uh, last night. I would just love to see Shining Force just come back in a strong way. I'm an RPG freaking fan, so yeah, more of those, please. <laughs> skies, skies of Arcadia, man, just right. Make, I know, I know, her talks and yeah, just make the IP utilization. They they mentioned it a couple times, like in 2017, also. In this newest press release, I think, you know, sharing of things could become more of a possibility. 
right? Um, developer help. Uh, Creative Assembly and Relic are already known for that, right? So uh, with developer support. But how about the opposite way? How about some Sega IPs potentially developed by co-developed or co-publishing Xbox Studios, right? Um, Obsidian, like, uh, I forget who was saying it just a second ago, Alpha Protocol. They, they were the developers of Alpha Protocol to begin with. Sega published it. Sega holds the rights. That game was mm-hmm. underfunded to begin with, and uh, they didn't have enough time to complete the vision. It's a cult classic to this day because it is the ultimate Mass Effect-style spy RPG. If they were to actually come out with the complete vision with Microsoft funding behind that, it could it could be amazing. Now, Bolivians wanted to, so they want it back. They want another yeah. chance at Alpha Protocol. So now that door is possibly open. That was one of their, like, you know, all these developers have these, like, passion projects. That was one of their passion projects that they just couldn't, it could, it didn't live up to what they wanted it to be. If, if they did deliver upon that dream of Alpha Protocol, I mean, it, it it could be absolutely insane. Um, I remember being so excited for that game. Yep. Um, anybody else have anything? One more thing you want to see happen potentially in the future because of the stronger alliance from Sega? And yeah, Dutch, um, Dutch. I'd like to hear yours because you haven't. Uh, you kind of let the dust settle. You you obviously were in prime time the night after it happened, but the dust has kind of settled, and you kind of sat back and seen what's going on. What do you think about it at this point? Yeah, well, it, it's kind of what what happened directly after that was they obviously had a game go straight on Game Pass on PC, <laughs> which right. kind of kind of lined up with exactly what I was saying. Anyway, uh, obviously the term strategic alliance, as as it is an alliance, strategic alliance, it specifically means kind of working towards one mutual goal, so both people work together to get the same outcome, as opposed to just one company benefiting from it you're both trying to benefit from the same agreement which means that sega wants something to come out of this xbox wants something to come out and it is xbox because sarah bond wouldn't get involved otherwise Um, and people keep referring to the playstation deal but we have touched on this before the playstation deal was specifically announced by satya nadella because that was a microsoft partnership if it was if Sarah Bond had not have got involved and it was Satya Nadella again, then I would be saying the same thing. Yeah, it's a play, it's exactly the same as PlayStation, it's the same agreement. They just want to use the Azure, they want to have maybe a couple of technical things on the back end, but there's nothing else Microsoft went out of this. But however, we've got the VP of Xbox working specifically on this deal. And there is only one reason she's working specifically on this deal. And she kind of alluded to it herself in a post. She loves Sega games. She loves Sega as a company. She loved them since Dreamcast. You wouldn't bring up the fact that it's anything to do with gaming if it was just something to do with cloud or we're just going to help them with the cloud. Um, And I think you'll see this more and more. It's a relationship builder. It's Um, her baby, isn't it? Sarah Bond's baby. She's running it completely, Mm -hmm. isn't she? Yeah, 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 she's yeah. the one that's kind of kind of cultivated this, and yeah. uh, we kind of mm. t- touched on this the other day. But um, 
you will see Sarah Bond more and more because obviously we uh, we all firmly believe she's being primed to take over from Phil Spencer. Yeah. Um, in the coming years, and and Phil yep. does want to step back. Um, if it wasn't for that Bethesda deal, then um, he probably would have already stepped back by now because he's done what he needs to do. He's got them way into a, into a place where they can really kick on and and really progress now. And and Sarah's prime candidate for that, and she's she's obviously becoming the face. And I think going forward, even on the fifteenth, I think you'll see Sarah more than you'll see Phil. Um, on, on that 20th anniversary. And I think um, going forward, this partnership is more like a relationship builder. I see a lot of different things coming out of this. I think there's a few IPs there that Xbox want to work on. I think they want to work on a brand new IP with, with Sega using Azure. Um, mm-hmm. They've always had the the opinion themselves that Azure um, can create these these huge open dynamic worlds that kind of take things on the back end um, that don't rely on hardware like specific hardware to run them. Um, and if you have a, if I think about that as well, um, the the only real true Azure kind of implementation they've got out there as it stands is Flight Sim, with the real time weather, the real time data streaming, and everything that goes along mm. with that. Again, on the data streaming side, if you were to try and play a flight sim without Azure, it would be physically impossible because it's something like four, five petabit of information that needs streamed in to get that entire world. Um, yeah. It's just physically impossible without Azure. Um, so going forward, I fully, fully expect this relationship. It's not going to be overnight. What you'll see in the short term is things like what you've seen the other day with Game Pass implementation, so putting things on PC or putting things on console or Persona going there. We've seen it with the full Yakuza franchise going into Game Pass. Um, it's going to continue like that. I think it's just going to be yeah. steadily drip-feeding little bits of things over the next few months and years. But whilst this relationship builds, and then you'll see the bigger things happening. Um, but yeah, that's essentially what this is, is just them saying, we're kind of making this relationship a little bit tighter now. We're going to kind of start collaborating on a few, a few more yeah. things. I think the whole Total War Warhammer 3 thing is like being completely understated from the entire community. Like nobody's talking about it. It's a massive it. franchise. It's a, it's a huge yeah. PC franchise. Huge. And to come on yes. the Game Pass PC day one is a, it's kind it's of insane. a, that's not, that doesn't happen. Um, right. You that's, know what I mean? It's big. And it's a third yeah. part. And like, and like Jazz pointed, Joy, Jazz pointed out today too, Mab, which we didn't touch on, was how soon it was announced because this is yeah. far out. Like yeah. they're giving up pre-orders, right? Normally yeah. we see Game Pass announcements, you know, right before mm-hmm. the game's dropping, mm-hmm. so they get all the pre-orders they possibly can. This is just, hey, by the way, it's going to be there, so you know, have fun. Yeah. And and they're not even caring. And again, like we talked about last night, Mab, this is a franchise that does not need to be anywhere near nope. Game Pass. Like Yakuza needed to come to Game Pass because it was opening up a brand new market to a lot of people who never even touched Yakuza. But with Total War on PC, that's not necessary. Everybody already yeah. knows about Total War on PC. Yep. It's one of the biggest oh, yeah. RTSs in the world. So it had no reason to be on Game Pass from Sega's standpoint other than, hey, sure, they got some money for it. But at the same time, it was also probably as a result of this deal that they'd announced three days prior, two days prior. Yeah, I agree. Um, hey, guys, we're gonna okay. wrap up that talk, but I I want to uh, last little thing before we go. Hey, uh, 
Call of Duty came out. It doesn't feel like it. Oh, did it? Yeah. 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 What? Well, it's yeah, out. Yeah, it came out last yeah. night, middle of the night. I know. That's weird. Really? I couldn't give a shit. Call of Duty is out. Wow. What world Call do we live in that trash. it's not like the biggest talk in, in the world? It's so weird. Like, Orza's talked about I didn't more even than know this. it was coming out, to be honest. Like, I wasn't following it. Like, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know it was today until like wow. yesterday. I was like, oh, like that's tomorrow. Like, nobody's really talking about it. And then it came out today, and I was like, oh, well. Absolutely Ooh. nobody is talking about it. My whole feed is just Forza and yeah. not Call of Duty. So it's definitely it's odd. And the stuff that I am hearing about it is just not great. So yeah. Me and oh, I played that really in, enjoying the uh, launch celebration last night. Um <laughs> yeah. did anybody else watch the launch? Take oh, it Activision. No. When did it come I was working. Oh, I was working. Boy. <laughs> yeah, good thing. About- Work was better. Three in the morning, our time, because uh, I was watching NLG and he said it had come out three or four in the morning. Our time wow. have been about 10 ish. Usually for what game? Like Call of Duty, Duty, Vanguard. Oh. Yeah. But they usually Call of Duty games are by doing it in World celebrated. War and there's not like a big fan. Yeah. Midnight releases at GameStop talking about, you know, I mean, there was such such behinding with call of duty but i think so many people are just jaded with what vanguard is that i'm not surprised that forza is talked about more than call of duty like i had no idea it was it came out today no idea yeah before we we have known the just about like weeks to almost a month prior to it coming out we would know when this is releasing and then just dropping it doesn't there's no faith it feels like my my teenage son and all his friends play call of duty uh they they aren't buying this one wow Wow. that says a lot that does well they have Warzone. like what do they what are they well no they they like cod they like everything that goes along with it even the zombies and all that stuff but they just they don't have any you know interest in this one i asked him i said i'll pick it up for you if you want nope don't want it my kid's asking for it for Christmas. I'll wait for closer yeah. to there because I know it's going to go on, you know, go on sale. And I, he hasn't even played itself. it, so I know he just wants wants it to want it. A lot of the reasoning is the same that, like, I wouldn't really want to play it. And that is because it's, you know, World War II. You got those old weapons. <laughs> like, they don't care for that. They, they want something yeah, fresh. But and new. It's old but it's weapons, not. but it's like yeah. modern attachments you modern can get red dot sites too. on your world war ii now i'm like hold on this <laughs> shit is not <laughs> fucking no, then then II. why even have it yeah. in that era like, that rings as fake doesn't it that's the thing and i mean you know going back to game a year and having fun in a game mm, i don't see that as fun spawning and dying spawning and dying that's all you do for an hour and then you wrap your hand in so no it's not for me not for I mean, people i don't i just think there's time. so much on the market right now that can feed like feed that call of duty itch that so many of like the call of duty you know boys yeah. i like to call them call of duty boys i hated <laughs> yeah. midnight releases yeah. at call i hated midnight releases at GameStop yeah. for call of duty oh as God. a GameStop manager like the fucking worst i hate for the most part, Call of Duty fan base. Like, I just don't like them. They remind me of gym, bo- gym boys. Like, they're just coming like, oh, you know, they're, they gym were rest. the ones that almost always would be like, uh, can I speak to a male, please, yeah. about my video games? Because I'm going to go play Call of Duty for 15 hours. But, um, I don't know. I hate them. I think they're um, all waiting for Halo 
because it's going to be fresh and new. And do you think Halo you know, has an impact? Has had an impact on this because people have tried the oh, flight. Yes. Um, yeah. Oh yes. Oh yes. Oh for sure. No, they've all tried the flight and they're enjoying it oh, more than God. they know they would enjoy COD for sure. And Wolfenstein's better than than um, COD. And you have fact. Battlefield coming out. You have. The other one that's yeah. like Halo, I already forgot the name of it. Splitgate. Split like, yeah. I mean, there's just so much on the market. Apex, like all of these games that are just fulfilling that like shooter better than Call of Duty's What's doing. What's that? Um, there's another one in there, that that uh, Bethesda one that's coming as well. That's going to be somewhat of a shooter, isn't it? It's a Redfall. Redfall. Or are you talking about something? Redfall. No, that's uh, Sky things. Uh, Star, whatever. Starfield? No, that's yeah. an RPG. Yeah, but it's not going to be shooting, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, there is. But uh, let's call it Skyrim in space. That's yeah. what they're. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. And I and I think that's that's a, a great way to put it because that's got yeah. me excited. Yes. Yeah. But there's so much, yeah. so many games and out there. Like Apex right. has just dropped its new season and. Battlefield is coming and Halo's coming. And I think people yeah. just want a mixture yeah. rather than all the but, same thing all the time. It's usually the kids in it, Fortnite and COD, that's their go-to. Yeah. And then but after the beta, kids, like, like Lady says, <laughs> that beta didn't do well. Like it yeah. had all that sorts of issues. Stunk. And, it was and I just, I don't know. I think that, <laughs> I think that Call of Duty needs to start skipping a couple years and take it from yeah. you know Redo assassin's creed and does, you know, some of those does, other but things never will Super that's the problem time, Mav. right oh, yeah. i think warzone is probably the smartest thing they've could have done um because of this because of vanguard and, and their other games. Well, and then you well, have all of the shit with activision and blizzard that's not helping call of duty's case <laughs> that's not oh, helping well yeah. Yeah. yeah that that's being brushed under the rug though mm, yeah so. It's like, oh, nothing happened here. Everything's Just fine. Just saying, take it, Activision. <laughs> yeah, I tried the beta for uh, Battlefield. Didn't care for it really. Um, and and I like Battlefield. It it just there was something about the beta uh, that I didn't really care for. Um, the Halo flight though, loved it. Oh, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, I had a blast. I mean, I played with some of you guys um, yeah. here. I played with you know some of my RDX uh, you know people like I played with so many different people in the community yeah. and I was having a blast. Just wait for the yeah. custom game lobbies we're all going to have with the twenty four oh people. We're going to be switching. I'll definitely be joining you guys from time to time because I had a blast with you guys. We had, we had a ton oh, yeah. of fun. It was, it was, it was awesome. Um, I love being we should grab this super chat for you, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dealer. Yeah. Can you get it? Can you get it, Lupa? <laughs> yeah. Nightwall three one eight six sends in a nice five dollars. Thank you very much. And he says, "Hey guys, loving the show. Sorry it's been a while. My question mark has anyone touched on what it would be like if Sega actually used MS money and make a new IP? I do believe we had Nightwall. <laughs> yeah." Sorry to say. Um, that was actually like Fonz's request. Out of the whole Sega and Alliance thing, the thing that he wants to see come the most would be potentially a new IP from yeah, Sega. And can, yeah, and can think... somebody, uh, uh, a mod, block this dealer guy? Because he's like spamming the chat yeah. right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody in the chat as well. You guys are awesome. Uh, we've had a lot of fun on this show. Uh, bringing the family, Magnuson 7, back together. We had two amazing guests with Fonz and Dutch. Uh, the chat was absolutely amazing. Uh, 
one thing I love about the show and all of our shows actually is like the engagement we get from the chat is just like astounding. Like we see a lot of these shows that have um Dealer. Oh jeez. <laughs> Come on now. I know I knew what that was gonna spell. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh. he's doing it. I uh Fuck you. <laughs> Trash. Love it, dude. That's what he was saying. I see a lot Trash. of shows that may have you know have the like uh more concurrent or, or whatever right and uh, but the chats aren't going going as much as ours is right like you see this like incredible <laughs> engagement oh guys this is like hilarious um, uh, makes it even worse fonz if you F- put those two together shout out to dealer and i saw gaz was in here earlier and he was gaz too he was naked yeah shout out to gaz fonz just spit on him uh, uh, no, that, let's not even go there, Pong. It says some truly weird stuff at times. Yes, yes that is gas. Gas. Uh, he's uh, he's some like weird the way out shit. It's all about the sauce. All about that sauce. Colt's knee deep in the sauce. Actually, he's eye deep, I think. Now. Um, yeah, yeah, so but absolutely uh, fun show, guys. I appreciate it, all, all of you. Um, hey. Thanks, man. Uh, Fonz. I, if people are clueless and where to find you uh, oh there's a lot of people that don't know where to find me uh i'm not popular uh you can find me at fonzarelli gaming uh make videos from time to time lovely. and lovely. games talk live <laughs> on sundays uh that's my new podcast that i do uh, it's been out for a few months now usually one-on-ones on there but i've had uh, a couple of uh, two-on-ones and and uh man that sounds bad Anyway, um, yeah, get my mind out of the gutter. Anyway, yeah, uh, so, yeah, I've had people on there like um, uh, Patrick Gallagher, who played Kotun Khan in uh, the Ghost of Tsushima game, which was amazing. Uh, Yeah, I I love doing that show. Come out and check it out Sundays, 2 p.m. That's Pacific time. Love it, man. Have a lot of fun there. And like you, I get a lot of people in the chat that are just so engaging. Like, you don't need thousands of people watching you uh, matter of fact I, I like that there's like less people in my chat because i can actually read it you know yeah because it goes by so fast like when i'm on rdx or something it's like boom 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 just flying mm-hmm. um so, it, it does fly by it's like um crazy it's hard to keep yeah. up a lot of times yeah um, and you want to you want to keep engaged with the chat that's the mm-hmm. that's a big thing for me i love that i love reading chat yeah um, we had awesome chat, guys. You 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 were all awesome, even with the Nintendo slander. I know we triggered some people. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, I just like Fonz. One thing I told Fonz that I respect about him the most is like, regardless of if you have an opinion that people aren't gonna like, I know if coming from Fonz, it's his actual oh, feelings gosh. or actual thoughts that he has about this, and it comes from his own mind, and it's not meant to just create a stir from people right but it does it it does does. create a stir but however there are people in the community that only have the opinions intentionally to have a stir and they don't really have any integrity behind it right yeah where where you have an integrity with your own opinions just like i do about nintendo or whatever right i mean everybody has a different set of opinion and things right so uh, i always respect that about you because you're you um, are strong with your opinions, and it's just it is what it is. You know, you just lay it on the table, 
you know yeah and, yeah that, that's something I, yeah I, I i do just speak my mind sometimes it's to my detriment but you know what it is what it is like i i, I can't be anybody else i'm i'm me you know i, I don't play a persona like yeah. some of these people yeah. do oh yeah that's a good thing 100 percent. i like fonts to very few but fonts is the one one of them appreciate you lupa i appreciate you too fonts i like your straightforward What's in your head comes out your mouth. I love that. And his ass. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, yeah, I'm full of shit, too. Yeah, that's true, too. We all I think we would get along. I think we'd We're get along. Human. That's a lot thing. of my, my aspects, Taylor. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, you do. You're a straight shooter, the, lady. Yeah, I've seen her on Twitter, for sure. She's a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah. All, all of us are human, and we all get things wrong sometimes. We can't be perfect all the time. Mm-hmm. Only dealer and that oh yeah cold because they're dealer (laughs) you wait till i get a party chat with him he's gonna rip into me now dealer dealer Dealer. there we go (laughs) that's cold of it right there dealer there's Um, another super chat from victor click five dollars thank you very much it's really appreciated amazing episode guys ladies and see you in mexico forza here i come oh i've got a few days there i gotta wait i'm about to be in mexico in just a little bit um yeah me too (laughs) Um, i'm still there you're still there (laughs) Uh, speaking of still there. Me too, but it's still in Mexico. <laughs> Dutch, uh, thank you for um coming on the show last minute, dude. Uh it was great that you're I, I, I can't believe you're still awake. You know, I'm sure you're exhausted. But <laughs> oh, dude, it's only three it, AM, it's fine. It was great, great to have you here. It's it's a rare opportunity to have you here, man. So uh thank you so much. Tell everybody where they can find midweek mix up and, and all your awesome stuff. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Awesome to be back on. Awesome uh, to be on with Fonz for the first time. Uh, and Lady, Likewise. I don't know how I still haven't been on with you other than now. Uh, but actually, no, not on here I haven't, but Gaming Beyond the Box I have. Most most definitely. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. That was when I first joined Gaming Beyond the Box. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because I was, I was infatuated with your beard. I do recall that. <laughs> I recall that now. Hmm. Um. But absolutely awesome to be on. Um, really great show. Love, love, love you lot. To be honest, she's exactly the same as as my bunch. Um, just family, like having fun. Straight shooters. Say exactly what you feel, uh, and no less. Don't apologize for anything. Just put it off the cuff. It's exactly how it should be. Great community. Great chat. Um, yeah, absolutely awesome show. Uh, you can find my show. Uh, midweek mix up of course every wednesday 7 p.m uh, british standard time next week it will be back to 2 p.m eastern it went to 3 p.m this week because of daylight saving but it's back to 2 p.m uh eastern uh 11 a.m pst uh so yes absolutely awesome thank you again yeah man 100 percent. i appreciate you and you were wrong about one thing i will apologize but it will it, i'll say i'm sorry that the switch sucks as a gaming console um all right oh all right and what kind of a monster would do that this the lighting guy, in Forza. um hey first of my heart lovely wife caitlin i know we we've both been sick so yeah i'm glad you didn't rough. call on me a lot yeah it, it's, it's been a rough week the show must go on uh thanks again as always for being here babe 
So tell everybody about your TikToks. Um, yeah, well, I hope to get back to them soon. I have a lot of stuff planned for the holidays. So just watch out. Ooh, yeah, and you can you follow her at Kaylee. You're probably watching the big what did oh, yeah, get sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you can um follow me on Twitter at KaylinX0615. And you can find me here every Friday. Heck yeah. Great show. Yeah, it was great having everybody back. Speaking of that, Assassin Lupa, um, again, it's amazing to have you here. I'm just glad you're here, period. Right. So absolutely. Um, especially on the show as well. So like um tell everybody where they can find you. For those that don't know, because we have new viewers that don't even know you who you are now, Lupa. Mav is losing it yeah. right now. I'm sorry. My voice is Somebody get this home. guy some tea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank works. you very much. It's been great being back. I've missed you all, fam. Great to have you on Wandering Dutch and uh, Fonzarelli. It's an awesome time to be on a podcast with you. And I love you all, chat. You've been great. And you can catch me at Assassin Looper on Twitter. And right here on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, 2 a.m. UK time, or 1 a.m. at the moment with the Sagan time. So have a good week, have a good gaming time, and I'll catch you all gaming. Thank you, Lupa. And Lady AF, the ever fun lady that is uh, here. And uh, just that when you're on the show, you bring this like certain dynamic, and I just freaking love it because. You're just ready to chime in at any time. What uh, did you yeah. always used to say? Like, she's a good time or something? I forget fun. what you yeah. always used to say. <laughs> super, ladies, a fun time. A fun something time. like that. <laughs> that was my, yeah, it's that's fun what you would always lady. say. A yeah. fun time lady. Um, uh, no, I'm excited here. to be back. I, um, I'm not, probably won't be every week, but I'm going to try to make it the weeks that I can. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Fridays are going to be rough here, especially with daylight savings coming up mm. here soon, because then the show goes back an hour for me because I'm in Arizona and we don't do that crap. So everything will change for me um, time-wise. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be back. Thank you guys for having me. Um, yeah, it was nice to be on the show with you, Fonz. I think maybe you, I, I've been on something with you once before, maybe like... Mm. Um, yeah maybe 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 um, maybe. possibly i don't know yeah uh but yeah it was excited to be on with you yeah i'm I'm happy to go play some games with you guys again here soon maybe not tonight because you guys are all going to be playing forza and i'll just be crying (laughs) i won't be yep yep. you guys breaking my heart (laughs) oh yeah and you guys can find me on twitter at lady underscore af that's l-a-i-d-y underscore af and then on wednesdays with gaming beyond the box and then here with these guys on Friday. Okay. Not as Aunt Flo. And not as an Aunt Flo, yes. As an as fuck, not as an Aunt Flo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I haven't heard that in a while. That's awesome. Um, <laughs> all right. Mellow Fellow from Outer Space, the one and only Psychonauts. <laughs> uh, where can everybody find you, sir? Yeah, I just... Lupa, and you know, it's great to have you back. You know, missed you. You know, we, we, you were my grounded partner in uh, for gaming. So, you know, can't wait to play some games with you, lady. It's great to see you healthy and back into this. And uh, that's great. Wandering Dutch, thanks for stopping out. Uh, it's always fun to be on a show with you. 
Fonz, you're an awesome individual. You know, I've back when you were doing the um, uh, Cyberpunk 2077 reviews and videos, I was watching every single one. I loved your takes. You, you. You're you're phenomenal. So I love hearing you on RDX every Tuesday. I and don't think so. Else, <laughs> oh, there's Big Butters with a super chat of twenty dollars. Yeah, and, and, oh, and no, no comment too. Thank you. We appreciate yeah. the donation. Thank you. Um, and you know, everybody else on the panel, you guys are awesome. Kate, Mav, I hope you guys feel better. Mav, save your voice, brother. You know, we don't want to have got a show tomorrow. But yeah, everyone can find me on social media. Psychonauts Eight. Uh, I have a YouTube channel, Gamer Chat Podcast gamer chats one word uh you can find me on uh, fun pop every wednesday when maps feeling good um and then here fridays with the magnificent seven uh just giving our ideas and having a great show and great time great to have the family back together it's phenomenal love you guys thank you i'm in then the busiest man in animation show business game creation extraordinaire three bit <laughs> Um, where can everybody oh find you, sir? What is, um, is my voice that bad right now? No, I'm what just laughing it? at Moore's mutual insurance. The word they just said, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it's good to uh have be on the show with you guys again. It's like, I don't know, it's always a fun time. Been on Ultimate, uh since like episode 15 or something like that and seeing the show like pretty much grow with like psycho jumping on and then lady and then um you know being there with lupa and and basically you guys are, are awesome you're like my extended family love you all um fonz and, and dutch it's it's pleasure being on the show with you dutch you are uh very knowledgeable every time i'm on the show with you with uh especially with tech and i would love to always talk tech with you when i can um and chat you guys are are amazing i always just have a, a fun three bit you forgot to say and fonz you're a dumbass but thank you for being here <laughs> <laughs> no fonz you're great also um straight no, shooter just, you, you no, i didn't ask for any compliments i'm just i know i know i'm just joke. i'm just giving everybody <laughs> yeah. their two cents and it's lady it's good to for you to be back yes give everybody your two cents you guys know i, I love you all uh chat oh it's great you guys are killing it like always, and it's always good to, you know, see you guys in chat. So, anyways, now that I got that all out the way, you guys can follow me on Twitter. It's at i three bit. I always want to say my other Twitter, which was bghd. It's throw me off. Um, and um, I'm on this show as well as Xbox Factor. Love you all. No long intro uh, or outro, but uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Heck yeah, man. Um, and then the Encyclopedia of Gaming, dating back to the very first game ever created, Long Dong Pong. Where can everybody uh, find? <laughs> we did away with that. Pause. No, I'm no. back. It gives it gives people the wrong impression. It gives people the wrong impression. They expect too much at that point now. Come on, come on, come on. Don't let my mom hear that. (laughs) Right, Susie. Hi. (laughs) I saw her cooking meatballs for me though. 
they look yeah (laughs) anyways no family it was special to have all of you back again lupa lady miss you so much uh it just feels different when you guys are here obviously in three bit as well even though i know you're busy making all of our future games three bit i appreciate you for doing that but do miss you here man so it was just awesome Dutch brother, you know how much I respect and love you, man, for everything that you've done um, and everything that you are and the group that you got going on over there. So it's always a great time to uh, do some podcasting with you. And again, Fonz, man, I've been watching you for a while. When I first found uh, this community, RDX was one of the first places uh, that I went to. uh, And obviously you and Dealer were the two that I gravitated towards the most. And that's because of what has already been said about you, man. Straight shooter, just shoot it from the hip even when i disagree with your opinion i still respect it because i know you're you're, you're saying it from the heart and you mean it so and we're all here uh for Appreciate passion you. of gaming um and obviously us us older gamers uh in this community you know we yes have us older gamers yes yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we have a different perspective <laughs> i stump all of you <laughs> it is true lupa uh but uh no uh just great to be on a show with you as well and hear your thoughts again you bring it all the time and i, I absolutely respect the hell out of that so thank you for being here uh chat you guys were off the charts like mav was saying so thank you as always love and respect to all of you that's where i started and i never forget and i still spend my time in the chats and so i know what it means to uh give of your time to come just listen to a bunch of talking heads talk about the same kind of love uh for a hobby that you all share so thank you for being here each and every every week for us so Pong Soul, Xbox, Twitter, you know the drill there. Tomorrow morning, living split screen, set those alarms. I'm going to get some sleep tonight, I promise. Uh, but uh, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> my brother from another steel and I will be up rocking and rolling, ready to go. So be there 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, uh, 3 p.m. UK time, Saturday mornings. It doesn't get any better than living split screen. So please, please drop on by. And then obviously tomorrow night, the shop podcast, PTK, Blam, Centurion, Fuzzy, Belvedere, and myself. Uh, and we've got Just Key on who is in the chat. So I can't wait to see you tomorrow night, brother. Uh, that's the shop podcast over on PTK Blam's channel, 9 p.m. Eastern, yes. 8 o'clock Central Time. Tuesday's Xbox Factor podcast, Mr. Boomstick, Double Barrel Gaming, Zemi, three bit when he's available. We got Archimedes, we got Mav and myself, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, all things Xbox. Man, just, you know, you know, boom shows. Come on by. It's a great, great, great time. There's like uh, 20 then, of them. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He does. And then Thursdays, <laughs> PM in the PM, Pong and Mav Holy in shit. the PM. Come yeah. on by. More now shows. P- All right. Damn, Pong, you got 20 of them. I do. I do. <laughs> 7 p.m. Eastern. Why don't you just say you can find time. me anywhere? Because that's not how it works. Every single day go to a show where I'm not on. Find me on YouTube. But yeah, Jesus, Thursday, Thursday me. nights, uh, PM into PM, drop up by Mav and I having a great time. Mav uh, fought through his sickness last night. We still had an uh, awesome couple of hours of conversation. And then I'll see you back here next week. It's the golden age of gaming, people. Let me tell you every time you hear my voice, the golden age is here. Enjoy it. Play what you love, love what you play. And I'll see you tomorrow morning. We're on Living Split Screen. And Mav, Woo-hoo. where can everyone find you? Oh, I miss I miss that. Hey, that was nice. Um, hey guys, here YouTube fun speculation. As always, I'll probably be streaming some Forza Horizon tonight. Um, 
and resting my voice, uh, maybe not talking as much as usual, but got a show tomorrow, FSP. Um, amazing new show we started with Key, and also Fuzzy Belvedere is going to be there as well. I'm going to have some fun discussions. Um, then we got Mondays is tidbits. Oh, here we go. Uh, games <laughs> coming for the week. Uh, then Wednesdays. You need to do your outro, man. If you yeah, yeah, dude. Uh, fucking A. Okay. Uh, Wednesdays is Fun Pop, where we have movies, TV shows, and, and more. We had to cancel this week because of this yeah. whole mess. But uh, it'll be uh, back uh, next week for sure. Like Pong said, Thursdays, PM and the PM. Fridays is Xbox Ultimate. Uh, all the shows, uh, to all the audio listeners that are out there, I see you too. I know like we address the YouTube chat a lot more directly, right? Because we're here live. But to all the people that listen after the fact on audio, Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, all those things for all of our shows, we super appreciate you. It means a lot. This has been a blast. You guys rock. Chat, love you. Right. That's I, it. I, I, can I say yeah. something really quick? Yeah, go for it. Fine. I just want to say, I think it was either Psychonauts or uh, or uh, Pong, one of the two, uh, actually brought me over here. Uh, to, not, they didn't ask me to come or anything, but I followed them over here to check out Fun Speculation when I first heard about you guys anyway. And I, you know, it was because of them that I even found you guys and I watched one of your shows and I liked the group I saw here. And I was like, wow, these guys are just, you know, and girls, um, great group of gamers. And I was just like, wow, this is nice. But it wasn't until I saw one of your Friday night game nights on my TV, mind you, I'm watching you guys on my TV, just yeah. laughing, <laughs> Oh God, just laughing yeah. hysterically oh, at all of you just dying and just like, it just made me laugh like so much. And I hit up Colt and I go, these guys are hilarious. I love watching these guys play. Like, I was like, you need to Thank see you. this, man. It's so good. And just since then, seeing your growth and then really talking to you more, Mav, behind the scenes and everything, I, I really appreciate what you guys do here. You're real gamers and you just like to have fun and talk about these games. And I appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Yeah, it means a lot, dude. Um, That's the thing I don't like about certain podcasts that don't game. They stop gaming when they start podcasting, and I think that all gamers, all podcasts, anybody in a podcast should game. Yep. Yeah, we do on RDX all the time. Exactly. I know. know, I play with them. (laughs) Yeah. So you guys are really, really awesome. So keep it up, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, dude. It means a lot coming from people like you, especially, you know. So, um, and guys, we, we did get away from doing the after shows as much, right? Uh, Halo got, we can't play Halo every week and then other games don't fit as well and stuff. But guess what? Halo Infinite is around the corner. And if, if you don't believe that we're not going to be having 24 player, um, after shows and stuff like just filling it up. Still want the podcast. Oh, I'll be, I, I'll, Listening I'll be to me bitch about everybody yelling. It's going to be a thing. Oh, I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Still need that versus game. I, I will Fun. definitely be playing with you guys if you have room. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, we always have room for you, Fonz. All right. You will um, have a good time. Um, and I appreciate it. Appreciate you in Dutch. Yeah, everybody's welcome. Everybody in the chat is welcome too. We'll have a, we'll have a blast doing that. So um, take it easy, guys. Appreciate you all. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Later, everybody. Night, guys. Catch you all gaming.